high school student discovers she has a physical advantage when she becomes the object of male violence. Teeth, the 2007 classic about a vagina with teeth. Dwellers Below. Season 2. And we are back. And we're the dwellers below. Who we got here today? What's going on? Who's around the table? So drunk right now. <laughs> that was possibly the best intro ever. I was thinking someone would bring us in with a fluff rating, and then it just happened. True. Speaking of fluff readings. Wait, are we recording right now? Of course we're recording. We're okay. always recording. Well, great. Well, I just won't say that bit then. <laughs> the STD book is amazing. The fluff is amazing. <laughs> While we're on the My topic STD of genitalia. fluff is amazing as well. It's been called STIs for about 10 years. I know, but it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you People old horn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dinosaurs. Good one, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> the good one, Boomer. Says Wait, the, are so we actu- actually recording? Sam is pretty much yeah, a cool. Boomer. Let's let's face you it. You fucking millennials. I feel like I feel get like off my lawn. Like we'll just like enters the podcast. Mm. When I had to. I had to edit clicks. something last you time. Did so yeah, much editing. I was no, I didn't do that much. I there think was so much gold that I was speaking. I edited out in one large chunk of your speech. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really yeah, glad that I you did edit some stuff out because like I was in Vietnam, just like listening to this like. Oh, know. the fucking commies would have been listening oh, on, 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 on you. What is going on? Oh, I'm lucky. Oh, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Oh, it's so funny. Oh. <laughs> Salt King. Funny, funnier than when you're actually on the show. Savage. Boom. Um, uh, how are we doing today, guys? I asked that and no one answered, so let's Yeah, well, I'm on. asking it again. Uh, hobby section. Uh. <laughs> we got pizzas. We got beers. We got bros. Mm, good night. Boys night. Before... Christmas? Boys and dicks, boys and dicks. Almost the end of the decade. Wait, is that weird? <laughs> We've had a big decade of gates. I mean, we were just talking about toothed vaginas a minute ago. So. <laughs> That's true. It's good. It's good quality. Smorgan's in the house, though. What's up, Smorgan? Mm-hmm. Bring in the debauchery, mm-hmm. as always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you couldn't have been any more animated than you were right then when you said, mm-hmm. drinking mm-hmm. your water, just chilling out. I'm pretty excited. I feel like this is a job interview. Smorgan's on one side of the table. Yeah, bring and we're on. all on the other side of the table. And now I'm nervous. Who's interviewing who? Well, exactly. Is it a group interview where Smorgan's the uh, the I boss th- man? I or is it, it is. or are we are we panelling uh, <laughs> Smorgan? No, Smorgan um. doesn't do interviews. He goes he takes out the boss to a big nice restaurant uh-huh. with big steaks, you know, uh-huh. he's a big dog. Yeah, this is right. That's actually how it works. <laughs> Shit. How I hear it works in the public service. <laughs> also, do you uh, do a Randy and like order a like competition size steak and then don't eat God. it? Is that how you get a job? I can't remember the last time I was allowed to eat at work. The despair. The despair of the modern workplace. Oh my God. <laughs> Sounds horrible. We're doing industrial action, so I had a lunch break today. Yay. Nice, nice. So was Jetstar when I had to fly to the Gold Coast. That was great. <laughs> That's so lame. <laughs> nah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm not going to try and shine that How'd up. How'd you go all. up there? 
Uh, just, I did some acting. Was it good? Uh, it, it was a big weekend of disappointment. Okay. Good high stress or your hair fell out? Yes, that too. No, so we drove up over two days. You drove up? Yeah, we have to. We have to. We have to. Oh, because of the rig. Do the rig. Yeah, put for the, rig the up. dogging. So I volunteered to do the drive up. Exactly. <laughs> My rig stops me anyway, on planes as well. <laughs> My rig love stops the rig me dogging. dogging. <laughs> rig stops dogging. <laughs> My rig stops me dogging either. And then got there after like twenty hours in the truck. It was really dumb. And then arrived. That's a and long then, dogging. You, you drive stick? Yeah, stick, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of and dogging for 20, 20 hours so of dogging. So much dogging. And then after that, we did some driving. Um, and then <laughs> all weekend, we just got no sleep and had to do a show. And then there was one good bit of the whole weekend, which was after everything was finished and we were waiting for mm-hmm. the plane. We went to a hotel and had pina coladas and swam in the pool. Yeah, love it. For like an hour. What was the show? Were you naked? No. No, it's like trampolines no, and stuff. Oh, in this one. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like acrobatics. Did you? No, Cirque du Soleil. What's everyone else been up to? Slaves to darkness. Mm-hmm. Oh, a boy. Mm-hmm. Popped in. Yeah, uh, but what have you been doing in your hobby life? Oh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> What's it good for? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that got a chuckle. That was better than my last attempt. <laughs> you know what? This start, <laughs> the start of every episode should just be like, <laughs> the force be with you. We haven't actually okay. started, have we? Of course we have. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> we started with <laughs> you describing like movie vagina dentata. <laughs> that was supposed to be a mic check. Um. <laughs> well, we've gone too far in. We've it got well, it was going. a quality check and we've the gone teeth downhill since We've gone too so. far in. The teeth are, have closed around the uh, the member that is the dwellers below. Danny's we fallen behind because he went to the Gold Coast for trampolining. Lockie's army's almost done. I saw it on the weekend. We had a little games day. Yeah, so we got the terror guys, a bunch of ghouls and shit to paint. Nick's, there, Nick's oh. dropped from asked, the event. Asked for a refund. <laughs> I'm very, I'm teetering on the edge of dropping and or borrowing an army. So that's good. We're doing really well. <laughs> by, by my yeah. death. Yeah. Age of Warhammer. What's I, the game <laughs> called again? Sigma. That's right. Sigma 8th edition. Oh, cool. I'm not sure where you're trying to go with this one. No, neither am I. I'm waiting for the, like, the punchline. No, I was not waiting happening. for the awkward pause and I got it. You oh, can, it was great. You can tell the episodes with Gentilly just have a bit more polish to them, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if know. we replace Lockie with Gentilly, things are just great. <sighs> that would be I'm, I'm just level. here to fill in when Gentilly's not here, which is most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> I legitimately think our last episode with Gentilly was like right up there. That's how all good podcasts start, talking about how good the last episode <laughs> that they recorded is. <laughs> We've peaked. We're on our way down. Now, a bit of a Christmas special this week. We're going to be uh, not talking about Christmas at all. <laughs> Silent night. <laughs> You're not part of this. Come on. <laughs> So yeah, we're uh, we're catching up. We've managed to somehow cram an episode in before the uh, the festive season begins, uh, despite some uh, scheduling issues between the the four of us. Which is again why Gentilly's not here. But uh, we're no, import- like import- let's just put it on import- the table. Gentilly's not here because he just ghosted the chat yeah, for like a week. Just doesn't like, reply to messages. It's not a scheduling thing. He has just not looked at the chat. To be fair, Smorgan often doesn't reply to messages, and he's here, so. But that's because Smorgan doesn't have a phone capable of WhatsApp. I'm progressively removing myself from society and its constructs. That's fair. What about as the constructs the du- of I was going to say, as long as the dwellers is the last construct that you remove yourself from. 
<laughs> no, he's, was, he's removed himself. Yeah, he's gone. That, that, was, that was Morgan removing himself just then. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what have we all been up to? I've not been really doing a lot of hobby. I've been working on the base for uh, Archaon. It's already larger than my black coach model. And Archaon's not on the model yet. This is good news. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I've dropped from Kong because my army's just going absolutely nowhere. Have picked up the Slaves to Darkness book. Very excited about that. Uh, going through it, writing lists. There's some cool stuff in there. Plus Archaon, who's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So you'll be doing some coverage at Kong, will you? Uh, yeah, that's the plan is to help out Rob with the coverage. So uh, is it just Rob coming from, from the UK now? Is that, <laughs> is is that my, how I understand it? Yeah, Scrivo got lost in... Uh, what, do you, what do you mean it's just well, Rob? Is Scrivo not coming? Scrivo's not coming. It's not coming. Hang on. What Since you, when? Why not? Did he did he drop out? Has he got personal like family things or... I don't think he could afford the flight. Oh, that's a that's a shame. Yeah, it that's is. a shame that he couldn't afford the flight. I thought, wasn't there a crowdfund or something? Yeah, I thought there was. Show me the receipts. I'd Show me the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, one, another in a, a long line of financial irregularities in the Warhammer you know what, community. You know what this is? Scrivogate. Scrivogate. <laughs> I, um, I have one last gate before the end of the decade. I commissioned some art from Scrivo. Did you? Some time ago. Yes, John. See, I talked to you about this a while ago and you were like, nah, that's for sucks. Everyone gets Scrivo art. I'm not getting it. Nah, this one was the, um, so it's not art of me. It's art of the brass skulls. Okay. So So that makes it somehow okay. Makes it completely fine. Yeah, because then it's like real art. It's not just like vainglory. Also, he painted me like one of his French girls. He did. For Joe Pagano. So I just copy and pasted that with the old snip tool. Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 That's some serious appropriation, that Theft. is. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you never paid me for my cast of some art that I, I drew for you. Oh, fuck. Oh, you're <laughs> the artist behind those. Yeah, right. Yeah. To get you in. None of you assholes fucking paid me. Speaking, did. Speaking, well, about that, got one. speaking about that art, that belt. Oh, my word. So is Scrivo coming or not? No. He <laughs> <laughs> can't afford it. Fuck, I got him. I got him. <laughs> How, so people may have seen it. It went up a little while ago. The um, AOS Multiverse Championship, Championship Belt. Belt. Wow. Wow. Like, that is the biggest like grudge match throwdown prize I've ever seen. Mm. It's, a, it's a wrestling belt with gold plates on it that are engraved. And like Which so, one of, so one of, so there's what f- there's five engravings. So there's the the Honest Wargamer, the Rage of Sigma, there's us, the Dwellers, and there's Randy. Yeah. And then there's like a picture of Smorgan for the Multiverse Championship belt. In the I center. like how in this in this like uh, imaginary world of the belt that Smorgan is like Thanos. Yeah, it's great. He just clicks his finger and Randy <laughs> Ran- Randy disappears. How do you feel about being Thanos? I watched Captain Marvel recently. Marvel, yes, she's the biggest badass of the lot, and she kills Thanos. What? She kills Spoilers, Thanos. Bro. <laughs> no, that's I haven't even pages. seen Infinity War yet. In Infinity War, she goes and chops his head off. Like. Literally up for a year. Yeah, it's, I, that's not, I, I saw Star Wars this morning. Game. I'm not talking shit oh, about yeah, that. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, except for the first. Well, there's 32 movies in the franchise, what? mate. You got a lot of catching <laughs> up to do. There's 32 movies. Luckily, Disney Plus now have. <laughs> no, nah, they've got the shit ones because I was hoping to be able to watch some of the. Well, you can't even watch Captain Marvel on it. You, I, that's where I watch Captain Marvel. Uh, Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. yeah so. But do you know what it is? It's Marvel Studios presents Captain Marvel, which I don't like. 
That's the title. That's of the it. title of the film. Who would put like this? <laughs> this group presents in front of the name of something. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Like if you were doing like a tournament or something, or like a narrative event yeah. or something. Mm. Fuck, that'd be dumb. That's kind of what I've been doing. Narrative, getting hype about narrative. So, for I someone even who hasn't read anything about this narrative event, can you tell me what it is? <laughs> <laughs> the cliff notes. <laughs> but yeah, spark notes for Lucky. So we did. Uh, we've sold some tickets to uh, Beyond Worlds, which is our narrative event. Oh my fucking god! Nicholas Cage, two thousand and nineteen classic. Sorry, the Dwellers Blow present Beyond Worlds. Fucking try again! <laughs> oh my god, this is incredible. Between Worlds. Oh fuck! Between oh. Worlds. He doesn't even know the name of his own ba, event. Ba, ba, <laughs> <laughs> and. We're back from that bit that Nick's just edited out. No, I'm not <laughs> editing that shit. That's, that, that's well below, below my editing threshold. <laughs> Joey meets a mother who can contact spirits when suffocating. Yes, this is, that's this the premise. That's this the film. Fucking hell. Her daughter is dying when Joey helps the mother spiritually contact the daughter and save her. Ultimately, the spirit in the daughter's body is now that of Joey's dead wife. <laughs> We're watching this. Let's have a premiere. Oh let's let's play this at the yeah, event. Friday Night at Between Worlds. Is, we're just going to watch Between that Worlds. sounds amazing. Wow. Nicolas Cage is sporting a six head. He doesn't have a forehead anymore. He's fucking receding, receding to above the ears. We're definitely running out of Cage names for movies, though. No, for, sorry, for, so for tournaments. Many. I was really there's struggling so for this one. So many good ones. For narrative events that would make sense, this was probably the only one. Yep. But yeah, so 9th and 10th of May next year, we've sold, I think, three quarters of tickets. I think 30 or 31 tickets are gone of the 40. Ooh la. I've got a couple of cheeky DMs from people sending me stuff they're working on. So have I, and oh, wow. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> it's just like oh, some A-game is bringing A lot board. of people have been sending us messages like, hey, can I run this? And it's like, holy uh, shit, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Can I do this Cogford army? Can I, I do this? like? There should definitely be a, a mechanized uh, table or two or 13. Yep. There's a couple. Of, well, we're doing Laura Metal. Uh, sorry, the um, the realm of Chamo. Uh, is one of the uh, is one of the realms that we'll, we'll be filtering between. So, metal is metal is happening. The the ideas have been sick. People sending us like, oh, I'm gonna actually like use a warlord titan. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I people, people get to bring their own. Like, so people get to titan, build bring right? a titan. So we're calling them like titans of war. And so it's a That's creative. It's a model on yeah. That's great. <laughs> I came up with it. How does it how Actually, does it Danny came up with it himself. Value? Do they, have a they don't have a points value, but we're going to write the rules for people with, like, in collaboration with the players. And so they'll all be relatively similar strength, but they'll all play really differently. So you'll do it for 40, or we'll do it, I guess, for probably you, for 40 different. Um, oh, you'll types. be doing it for 10, of, 10, 10 for each of us, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, Lockie's yeah. one's like uh, five plus after save, fights twice in the combat <laughs> phase, can teleport to nine inches away. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> so we, we won't do like, like some of the base stats will probably be relatively similar just based off other stuff, but then special rules and interactions and stuff like that. And so every army is going to be 1,500 points. And then uh, you get your Titan on top of that. And yeah. so the like day one of the event is is how you're bringing your Titan onto the tabletop. So uh, let's say, so to ruin some of Danny's fluff, Danny, hook us up with some sweet fluff for your army. Yeah, sweet. Um, what? Uh, do we have to make a Titan as well? Yeah. What? 
Isn't, isn't your big... Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. Your big boat's going to so be a Titan, right? My, no. False. False. So I, I've been thinking about this, and I thought I'd think a little bit outside the box, or outside the boat. <laughs> so I'm just running, as, as one of the TOs, we'll only be taking part in like smaller parts of the... Um, That's what I'm saying. We can have like a Titan in a unit, or just yeah, like 500 yeah, points. So, point points worth of Wivens. Yeah, yeah not, no, not a whole lot. So I've, I've concocted a story behind a, a Caradron whaling ship, and its crew. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whaling. Whaling, yeah. Like maybe thing is killing of whales. Think of something a bit more PC between now and the event. Okay. Uh, dolphin hunting ship. <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, no, no. It's a research vessel. Sorry, yes. It's going to have research painted <laughs> like across the side. Um, and, and they're in the quest. It's basically like an AOS version of Moby Dick. So they're in quest of the Harkraken. And that's going to be my Titan. It's going to be a massive fucking Kraken squid whale. And it may or may not be actually on my own side. That's cool. He was so excited about this. He just started messaging me from toy shops during the week. He's like, I'm in a toy shop looking for whales. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> How many more wounds will it do when it charges? It's, it's unkillable and <laughs> it gets one bite per turn Does and one bite can remove up to 35 models. Does it it's actually a living It's actually just a living fish that we just chuck on the table and whatever so, it touches. So <laughs> one of the tables is actually an aquarium yeah. and there's a lot of fish in there and then the whale I'm bringing is actually just a reef shark. Mm. So and you've written a little fluff piece called the Skyfisher which is a little introduction to your uh your team? Yeah, Skyfisher is the name of name of the vessel. Where's that published? It's on the dwellersbelow.net. Oh, cool. Check that um, out. If you were on the socials, you'd uh, you'd know about it. So we've got a little bit of a whale-off going, me and Danny, because my, um, my little force is going to be some Norse sort of barbarian um, whale hunters that live out in the, like the ice pack, and they fucking ride around on a big mammoth hunting for like polar bears and beasts and whales and stuff like that so i've written a bit of fluff as well about how the uh this space whale that flies through the um etheric void around the realm of gur has been awoken by the necroquake and uh it's so badass it's pretty sick and also what if neither of those whales actually exist and both parties are being called to something you already said it was a moby dick so you're saying it was a moby dick chasing that which cannot be captured Almost. Perhaps kind of this is an allegory for something m- deeper yeah, for exactly. these sky-fearing pirates. It's Could true. Be. Could mm. be. And their captain, Captain Dakar. I hope Dakar finds meaning in his pursuit. He may or may not. He might just die horribly. What was my guy's name? I use really like annoying Scandinavian names. names that you can't pronounce. Anfin, you Anfin Sidasson. <laughs> Someone's been shopping at miss.com. And the... Uh, <laughs> and the uh, Immersia. And the, the whale is called Afudvalgur. That's a good whale name. It's also like unfortunate that we were both like, oh, well, you were like, oh, write a bit of your fluff. And I was like, oh, whale hunting, that's cool. And you were like, oh, whale hunting, that's cool. Because everyone's like, what's this whale? Like, narrative? Why is <laughs> everyone's the narrative like, about <laughs> <a> whale? <laughs> everyone's like, it's the whole thing about a whale. And it's just me and Danny are going to have a little sort of competing narrative where we're both hunting <laughs> the, the whale. The vastness of the realms, the vastness of the sea. Yeah. Like this, there's a simile going on here that I really yeah. like. And also, what does the whale symbolize? Maybe, is maybe just, it isn't a whale, yeah. Like you know? I like this. This works for me on a number of levels. The whale is what the old looking for. My fucking trolls are hunting that whale too now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big harpoon. Give me that <laughs> whale guts. <laughs> Everyone is after the whale. No, so between worlds, a whale of time. Oh. Hey. I'm into it. And Smorgan's just leaving now. He's yeah, gone. He's gone. Well, I skewered it. Hey.
Sorry, mine are, mine are Icelandic barbarian whale researchers. Yes, yes. And I have Caradron whale researchers. It's like a science vessel from StarCraft. Science. It's science. So, so that's really cool. We're hoping to have a kind of like a quest sort of theme to the to the sort of opening day of the um the narrative event. So everyone's kind of hunting for this thing and they're hunting and they're trying to get their, their titans online and then day their two. own titans, yeah. not Danny's Titan. Not Danny's Titan. No, Don't no. wake up Danny's Titan, it's gonna murder your army. It's, it's gonna um, dog you. <laughs> and and this this stage or day one of the tournament uh, is called the search. That's phase one. Correct. I just came up with that just then. So, it's pretty good, isn't it? So we'll go with it. If you are unsuccessful at waking up your Titan, do some people get their Titan? Every, yeah. Everyone's going to be able to use their Titan, but it's going to depend on like how strong, how powered up it is, depending right. on. So if if your if yours is like one of the examples is a big like uh, cog fort sort of um, health uh, moving fortress kind of thing, and so they're going to be looking for like batteries or artifacts to power it, and if they find more, what does it take? Like double A, triple A? Yeah, triple A probably. Yeah, sweet. depends how many LEDs you they're put in expensive. it. Um, Mine so is a massive rot gut troll from Forge World who's wearing a brass skull. Oof. Oh. So you might be looking for troll guy. You might be, uh, who knows what you're I'm looking waking for, the mountain. Yeah. And oh it's my what, God. Like, That's yeah. so good. Smoggin, we're making, what, we're going to yeah. make, you and I are going to make a terrain piece that is a massive mountain uh-huh. that will just be on one of the tables. And then when you're It'll shake it, we, <laughs> we crack it open. And, and this out comes this. Oh, so good. He's a big boy because he's 54 millimeter scale. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've ordered the uh, the mammoth from Mersha. <laughs> Jesus. How yeah. um, As big as that laptop? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> I that's the dimensions. Humong- it's like massively over the edge of the base and then in sca- and the scale is like, that's 120 mil base. I'm like, oh my God. Well, you see him with a whole oh, unit of marauders on them and the marauders look small. Yeah. Really? And they're chonky boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to use the uh, Untamed Beast models from the Warcry box. Yeah, cool. So I'll have 20 or 30 of them as my sort of force and I'd always talked about doing them up as like fucking ice barbarian dudes. So that's going to be... Wendigo. Exactly. So that's going to be my group. And so, yeah... As TOs, we're all going to have like smaller forces. So mine is just going to be like a unit or two on top of the Titan, which is going to be the Mammoth. Um, and then, yeah, we'll uh, out, we'll kind of be third parties in the narrative and stuff and we'll be guiding it along. And It's going to be sick. We've sold... Like, like random events. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so we've sold 30-odd tickets. Some of the ideas people are sending in are amazing. We super encourage you, if you've got a question or if you just want to talk about your narrative, run something by us. Um, someone was doing like a, a Shishin, um uh, free guild army that are like like half dead, half undead, half alive with necromancers and stuff like that. So they're combining the, the uh, f- cities f- uh, of Sigmar rules with the uh, Legion of Undeath mm-hmm. rules, or Legion of Nagash, and they're going to be sick. Someone wants to do a um, Black Ark as their titan. A what? Like the Corsair kind of Black Ark. Yeah, 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 like yeah. The, the privateer kind of thing. So that's going to be sick. So... It's going to be awesome. And people are getting right into it. Um, Adam Burt sent us some narrative. Oh, my um, God. That was cool. Yeah. I stumbled on it. Yeah. I thought someone was messaging me, Wait, but it was him messaging me. Adam Burt messaged us a, na- a narrative that we'll on put what? up on the site. Facey. Facey. I don't yeah. have the Facey. Fuck. And, I'll um, send it to Yeah, sweet. I want to read this stuff. I will, I've got to read this stuff. Dad Adam's Hammer, a really good writer. Dad Hammer like, put up a YouTube thing about his fluff today. Yes, I narrative. saw that. Yeah. Um, so that we'll probably cool. a little teaser. We'll throw that up on the website as well. But yeah, so send us in your fluff. Send us in your ideas. Uh, we're all super hype. You've got six months to do 1,500 points. A lot, of, And that's sort of the coolest thing is a lot of people doing like full custom armies. They're like, I'm doing an army just yeah. for this event. Yeah. And it's going to, like, the level hobby is going to be 
Has Will Knight sent you guys any of his stuff? Yeah. Fuck, man. It's cool. It's super cool. He's doing City City of Sigma. Uh, I kept Um, bouncing his list because it was like... Too strong. Yeah, he was telling us what I was... I was like, "Uh, yes, but also no. (laughs) No, and that's the thing. That's This is everyone's chance to like build 1,500 points of an army that's like might not be competitive and you wouldn't take to like a normal... For match play, sure. It's so good. He's like, all right, here's my demigriffs and my pistoliers and then I've got some shadow warriors. I'm like, where do the shadow warriors fit in here? (laughs) Like, they're just the best battle line I could take. (laughs) Sweet models, bro. <laughs> I really like the models. Nah, so Will and Will started his project as well. He was posting, yeah, the stuff terrain the stuff, sick. So, and that's the thing we've had uh, some really interesting suggestions for Titans as well. So some people are doing terrain pieces that are going to influence the game in different ways. Uh, some people were doing just big monsters, like I got this big mammoth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was talking with someone about a Titanic endless spell. Mm-hmm. I reckon that would be sick <laughs> if someone did that. That is cool. Yeah, that how cool really would cool. that be? I think Liam's going to bring four Terrorgeist themed as the mystical birds from Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I like it. So and then the Titan's going to be Mewtwo. That sounds like <laughs> such a That sounds like such a huge uh, I can see Nick's got a project. Nick's got a life-size Snorlax at his house and it's just sort of... Is that life-size or is... It no, is it's a baby. 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 Yeah, so super, super excited. Uh, hit us up. Still tickets available. Um, they're on our website. We'll probably repost the link occasionally. Hopefully, get some more sign-ups. But there's a really strong um, group coming down from Sydney. Uh, some awesome guys who were down for Lord of War last year, plus some others. Um, yeah, so I'm yeah, that's gonna be lit. Can. Get in, get in early and just just write a sick story and make a sick army and come have fun and yeah. get immersed. So that's what I was doing is is writing fluff and ordering models that I can't afford. Yes, Mercia sucked me in, man. Big time. Oh, I'm mate. Like, I'm oh, like, I was like, so oh, damn, hard. I missed the Black Friday sale. Uh, not, yeah, the um, the Black Friday sale. And they're like, we'll extend it for you if you buy a mammoth. I'm like, fuck. Guess I bought it. Not only did I buy I a guess mammoth. Guess I bought it. <laughs> not only did I buy the mammoth, I then needed to spend like 20 pound to get the free shipping, which was like 20 pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was like <laughs> so 50 then I, bucks. Then I bought this sick model that's like this big ogre playing a guitar. <laughs> Of course. Does that make metal as fuck? I don't yeah. know what I'm going to use From it for. Shimon. Shimon. Yeah, Did you like see? monster on like the metal table or something. Yeah. The Chaos Lord riding a bear. I nearly oh. bought that. That thing is sick. I went for the, the metal bear, uh, the metal uh, ogre thing. That's that. like, because that guy, I just keep going back to. I don't like not to use him as, but he's just such a I good model. I very much nearly bought Those him. minis are sick, but I've never been tempted by anything on there. Site. Their I website is the worst fucking thing on the internet, the, the including UI things awful. that are illegal and horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've wow. seen things, man. I've been on the dark web, and that's formatted Ooh. way better. <laughs> Jeepers. It is awful. Though. So what you need it's to do is awful. Google a description in English of what you want, then look at the images to find out what the name is, and then copy and paste the, the text exactly because there's about 17 characters in every name the and name, then put it into the search the on the site. names are all in Welsh and Norse yeah. and shit like that. It's so difficult. I just went through okay. there. Got a, they do have a bestsellers thing and I just clicked on that and that yeah, had smart. things. They have just, they just, they've done a Kickstarter for a dragon and oh my God, it looks good. I think it's bigger than the heresy dragon I've got. Oh my Lord. Yeah, that one too. Looks hot. <laughs> well, I was going to paint that up as a titan. Now I'm doing a mammoth. So. Oh no. I'll paint it up. I can use the dragon. Volcano of the stars. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing for the narrative event, Lockie? I will probably run my fag. <laughs> Winning okay, is a theme, so right? Is there like a cool Oh my god, dragon? there is an emo feck model they've just released recently really? that has long hair over his eyes. Yes. Get a whole army of those. That uh, one model. Danny? That, okay. I'll see if I can find I'm it. I'm pretty sure the whale is a terror ghost. <laughs> 
Get your skyhooks ready. No. It's just me, you and me shooting off his monsters all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to have a massive like bow on the um, front of this fucking mammoth. It's going to be sick. Yeah, lit. Well, I mean, I've got frigates come with skyhooks. Guns. It works. Many guns. It works, it works, it works. See, that's what I've been doing is, uh, is prepping between worlds. Nice, nailed oh, it. Oh, this borrow. Smash, oh, yeah. Smashing out the... Uh, are we back at the uh, viewing models that our listeners can't see? And yeah, well, it's the, just the, the emo flesh-eater yes. court, emo flesh court guy. Mean, and he's going to get the 40k, um, the Space Marine. With the emo haircut. With the emo haircut. So all of the models in this, are like in, in the band or whatever, they're pretty metal, right? Like, they're fucking Except why are the random bats there? Because fucking bats are metal, man. <laughs> <laughs> Batty boys. Downy Paints, what you been doing? Um, I've been going through a bit of a crisis recently. You what have you, <laughs> you have had a massive crisis. What have you done? Um, I don't know. Just shaved my head. Just oh, life yeah. in general. It's just a bit like average. Style. I mean, I graduated from drama school five years ago, and I've had like very little professional acting work. It's yeah. pretty down. Your life that. has got your life has gotten steadily more dramatic since. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Join the dwellers below. That's that's <laughs> been sick. You guys have saved my life. Or did you mean like hobby wise? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to do a lot. Our, our career is a series of challenges, and the way that you overcome them defines you as a person. Says the guy who makes more than us all put together. That's but like you just overcame it all better. That's than a us, challenge. Huh? That's just a challenge to overcome. Thanks for being inspiring, Sam. Yeah, okay. Let's talk work if yeah, you need okay. to at some yeah, stage. Right. Good. Um, um, but hobby-wise, you've had a hobby crisis as well. To be fair, have I? Yeah, you walked past a barrel on the street and you lost your mind. Yes. Yeah. So, so my last hobby session actually was uh, yesterday afternoon. Did it like involve an angle grinder? Day. It involved an angle grinder. <laughs> several, uh, several uh, cutoff blades for the angle grinder. A um, power drill with a um, like a hammer drill with a quite a large bit. Bolts, nuts, aluminium bars, and so much fun. Gloves, steel caps, safety glasses. It was a serious hobby. You're a unionist's dream. <laughs> it was great. It was, it was really satisfying. And then I picked up a, um, a little cutoff of aluminium that I just ground off the ed- end of the bar. Slicey, slicey. And no, no, no. I just gave myself third degree burns on my fingers. Oh, shit. <sighs> and then I got a sliver of aluminium in my foot after because I took my shoes off. That was really dumb. Is this for CanCon? This is for CanCon, yeah. The but are the banners going to be painted? No, this army doesn't have any banners. We've been through this. That's the whole point of this army. That's the the, the lead-in is like, hey, collect this army. They don't have banners. For your lack of banners, I award you no points. <laughs> Savage. No, but it's been good. And so it's been actually a really good break from just painting as well because like just it's just been like big and active and like cutting hunks of metal out and doing like it's like a big craft project. feel like a big man not some like dweeb nerd yeah, exactly. dude like, painting oh, his little figures like gee we need some something you can tell your friends you know? at the construction site yeah. about um no because <laughs> my, my mate that saw me pick up this barrel off the street was like uh, I, I was like oh dude can i borrow your angle grinder um I, I just need it to cut up that barrel and he was like oh cool yeah sweet you don't have to have me over for over for beers bro i was like what like, yeah, when when you when your fire pit's done, like that'll be sick. 
And then I had to go through the whole like, we'll actually Barak degenerate. <laughs> actually, Mate. actually, the name of the scumboard is Barak degenerate, and uh, that's a pun on words because degen R eight is a little bit cyberpunk, and so it's a it's an army of tiny toy dwarfs that I've converted into being cybernetically advanced. The ten that took me the longest are also the worst in game. <laughs> <laughs> they have the worst war scroll. A war scroll is an. <laughs> they just got FAQs. So if you take twenty double the investment in time you and save points the investment in the tabletop power <laughs> um, I love how we rag on nerds and we all are just the biggest nerds um, it was the lovely Mrs. Carol that convinced you to uh, buy the barrel wasn't it she what wasn't it Mrs. Carol Ms. Carol Ms. Carol, Ms. Carol? Ms. Wait. Paints oh Ms. Paints yes you're like yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck <laughs> who's, like, who's on, Carol <laughs> um yeah, Ms. Paints. Uh, it was just like, hey, wouldn't that be awesome for your display board? And I was like, oh, no. like, It's like, it would be really cool, but it's really bulky. And like, we'd have to, we'd have to get it home somehow. And she was like, oh, my God. No, get it. Pick it up. That's so cool. Like, that'll, that'll be so sick at CanCon. And I was like, really? Okay. And then so I spent like two minutes trying to fit it into the car. And it wasn't really going to fit because we had her bike with us as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't need it. Whatever. It's fine. And she was like, no, no, no. I'll ride home. I'll ride home. I'll just ride my bike. It's fine. Put, put it in the car. <laughs> you are 132 k's from home. <laughs> okay, if you want it. So that was just like, yeah, she's been very supportive and lovely. And also, 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 I bought all these Ministerial Warriors just to have like a, as a break from painting and stuff. And she, she saw them on my desk and she was like, are they for your Ken Konami? And I was like, what? No, no, no. There's something else. She's like, yeah, they're fucking something else, aren't they? Do you know how much time you've got until CanCon? <laughs> Do you know what the pressure is you're under? Your army has to be the fucking best for CanCon, Danny, okay? Stop painting that shit right now. You're not allowed. She's fucking project managing you. It's great. I like great. her a lot. She's great. She is great. <laughs> That's been my hobby. Angle whoa, grinders. whoa, whoa. Hold up. We've promised those. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Angle grinders. I've got these as well. Angle grinders and a, uh, and a supportive... I need the lid. No, I don't need those. Just the lid. Um, and that's been my hobby. Yeah. Also, this um, narrative event stuff I've been painting, which fits in both. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Smogs. Slaves to Darkness. Just pouring over that book. I've sort of like ran out of gas for for hobby in and around Masters. I don't know if we'll talk about Masters or not, but it sort of just sucked the wind out of me. It's a good time you take a break. That was going to be my next uh, next sort of topic because we were both at Masters and Danny but was also, there as well. You've been doing so much hobby. Yeah, yeah, and I'm enjoying it. So I thought I'm not going to con. I'm not gonna like forge on. Don't burn yourself out. When it's yeah, exactly. When it's not fun, because then that shifts it away from being something I'm doing because I'm enjoying it. It's something I'm doing because I've got a deadline. And you won't um, be happy with it if you're trying to rush it. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, not gonna. Run. No way, There's man. Like, because like, I'm spending eight, nine, ten hours per infantry model. <laughs> so if you like map it out, it's feasible to do. But it means you would literally do nothing you else in your life. Job. Thirty-four yeah. days, nine hours, and twenty-one minutes till we leave. Yikes. Yeah. So I'm either gonna take uh, sixty. 60, 70 infantry models in that time. Yeah, that's right. There's, and there's ample time. Um, and I've got heaps of free time at the moment, but it's just like not going to happen. So I'm yeah. either going to do cities um, or I might borrow an army. So I'm just working through which of those I want to do. Um, but the cities book is fucking awesome, man. We went and had a games weekend last weekend mm-hmm. and I played against uh, Michael from Geelong and he was playing cities and I was playing cities. 
Um, and then we're talking with, um, you know, Nath as well with the Fire Slayers. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just talking the three of us just about cities lists for like an hour. And I was like, oh my God, this has got me hype. So you know, you just like, there's just so many different ways of doing it. And it's like, there's clearly some S tier lists in there, which they're like a bit narrower. Maybe they're mortal wound spam, or maybe they're like unkillable Phoenix guard spam or some shit. But then the tier below where you could still easily win four or five games at most tournaments, there's like a million different lists. And that's that's the bit that I'm really into at the moment, like looking for the... And if you take something that's a little less, you know, like um, yeah, S tier, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, you can just kind of catch people out. They're not going to know what's going to you know what? be, uh, you be know going what? on. Like ever since you mentioned it, like for like two episodes ago, I've just been really interested in Anvil Guard just for the no. Oh, it's cool, about. man. Yeah. Just like, just for that. Because that's something that you, you pull out and people are going to be like, what the fuck? People be so salty when that happens. Do you know what I've been thinking about with Anvil Guard? Yeah. Is a Flame Spire Phoenix that has a five plus after save against wounds and mortal wounds. So it's got a four up armor save, a four up after save, a five up after save. When it takes its last wound, you roll a dice. On a four plus, it goes to full wounds and ignores any excess. So say, for instance, Daughters of Cain had done 120 wounds on it. The last wound that gets it, you roll a dice, four up, back to full wounds. Oh, my it's God. It's fucking cool. To full, to full wounds. And it's cheaper than the Frost Heart. So it's 300 points. It's super quick. And when it flies over a unit, it does a flat five mortals. So if you just fly over support <laughs> characters, like I said, it's, super, it's so cool, man. Like, That's like bringing a whole unit back. So I've got three... Up. I've got three phoenixes and I'm just super tempted at some tournament to run three flames fires. Fucking cacao, bitch. Yeah, it's cacao. So and in Anvil Guard, you can run yeah. two, you get two artifacts as a starting point. Yeah. And you get D3 command points as a starting point. Oh, that's big. So you can, like with your D3 extra command points, you could potentially have three phoenixes all run six turn one, just like drop 15 mortal wounds on a unit. Be sick. That is really sick. Anyway, there's stuff <laughs> like that, really which cool. is like not optimized, but still strong and cool. Yeah. And the, oh, the, the spell. And just the slaves. Like I would 100% run slaves at CanCon if they'd been released four weeks earlier. Because yep. that would give me time to get a commission painter to paint them for me. Yeah. Sure. And like with um, uh, Bone Reapers having like such great armor. Yeah, who cares? Well, and sla- <laughs> but slaves have such great armor as well. Do they? Yeah. Slaves have heaps of like mortal wind saves. That's the thing, Bone Reapers yeah. don't have that many mortal wind saves. I think slaves, slaves can write a more durable list. So much stuff in slaves has like a five up because all the like the chaos rune shields give you mortal oh, yeah, wind Yeah, true, true, true. That's but cool. if you're just doing normal wounds and they don't get their armor. Big fat guts. Mm. The lord on the lizards just got a big fat tummy. Yeah. He gets a five up after save. He doesn't have a shield. He doesn't have a shield. It's like, yeah, but he still gets one. They gave him the exact same thing that all the cows rune shields (laughs) do, but they're like, he's just fat. (laughs) Yes. This is the SCD start collecting, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he's really cool. He's pretty baller. He's 200. The models are I think he's good. He's 250, but he's good. He's a tank. I think if you... There's just so much stuff you can load up with His command ability is great for knights. What does it do? Plus one to hit rare old charges. Yeah, exactly. And the Lord on the Demonic Mount's got the same thing. So if you're just looking for the command ability, you probably go to the Lord on the Demonic Mount. He's 160. But for 250, the Karkadrak does some... It does a decent bit of damage. I just love the idea of a fully mounted chaos army in my mind. You and everyone else. Yeah, like... I mean, visually, like, so disregard the scrolls. Just the, the... 
the the way that they look because the Marauder Horsemen are so much better than the Marauders on foot. Yeah, correct. As models, so much. Better. Yeah. You can have like Marauder Horsemen, and then you got your Chaos Knights, and then you got your Baron Guard, and then you got your like they have a cool. <laughs> and thing. then you got your Lord of Plagues or whatever he's called. It gives you another five up yep. to save. Yep. Do the Marauder Horsemen Nurgle. do that thing with the charges um, where you can like basically can't roll below an eight or something? No, Marauder no. Horsemen don't that, but they get plus one to hit. They get yeah. rend on their javelins. Okay. Um, they get marks. It's the, like so. Oh, this cheap. book. Yeah, they're cheap. They're 90 points for five and they're battle line in Slaves to Darkness. Oh, yep. But also they're in all of the battalions. Right. So a lot of the battalions enable you to take like up to eight units or 10 yep. units or whatever. So you can get, you can start to get a lot of objective grabbers that also shoot, that mm-hmm. also can retreat and shoot and maybe yep. retreat and charge. Yeah, I think so. And they're getting bonuses to, to run and charge. There's like heaps of stuff in this book. Um, There's so many builds. That stacks up as well. And I love that combo building. So it sort of feels a bit more like you're building a deck than an army. Because you're like, how does this interact with that? And then if I get a war shrine, what happens? And um, the, it'll be like thirsty for command points, but but otherwise, like I just think it's such a cool way of um, tailoring, like yeah. depending on the situation. Everything's really that. expensive, um, but the except for marauders and marauders, except for marauders, but the actual like the versatility in the builds, like there's like six different things I want to do, and that's mm-hmm. just the not archaeon stuff because then mm-hmm. there's the, like STR archaeon lists, which are like archaeon crazy, is fucking bent. crazy man, holy shit! That command ability, the fact that it gets two command points, cast two spells, yeah. Go damn. Yeah, I mean, crazy, huh? in Anvil Guard, 20 crossbowmen just kill him, but sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no save, bitch. Pew, pew. Charge, twos and twos. charge your turn one with my uh, yeah, well, that's ca- the thing. chaos chariot. <laughs> yeah, there goes 20 crossbowmen straight away. Um, the funny thing is that they added some new bros. So they added an Ogroid fighter. So he's the yeah, cousin. Thermodon. He's Thermodon. the cousin of the Ogroid Thermatology. And they added um, a, a Sphinx bro. Yeah, the, uh, the mind stealer Sphinx. And they added something that looks like half like a troll and half like an ogre. Oh, the like Cyclops thing, yeah. Yeah, what's that called? Or oh, Formoid. Yeah, and I'm not sure there's much in that. All the, of those uh, things suck. No, the, <laughs> no, the, um, the Spherax is good. good. Doesn't it do like some weird like, stats? It's an AS elsewhere. In your hero phase, pick one enemy unit within 12 of the model. Well, it's a lot worse now because of the hero phase element because of the new FAQ. What's that? Because it's an always strike last aura, uh, mm-hmm. effect, which is now way worse because of the FAQ. Hang on, go on. How is How always that struck last effect bad? Always struck last is always struck last. Except, except when there's always. A- <laughs> Does that say always? Are you being serious? Yeah. Fuck it. So, frequently asked questions. Some, some My frequently asked question is why? Everything I fucking paint, they nerf. So I've been working on Scraggy and an Arachnicoldron for some time Learn now. Lesson: Stop painting. Yeah, just retire. <laughs> that's what I did. Put it while you're ahead. Do it Fuck beautiful me. Just stop it now. So that's what I want to talk about in part is that heaps of shit has gone on since like the last cast or the mm-hmm. cast before that. Like the the landscape of the game has changed so much and so many because of the things have happened. So obviously the slaves books out, the um, the new FAQs are out. Um, what else was it? The um, there was something else that was fairly major. Oh, there's new um, War Scroll battalions for Nighthaunt, which make one drop life, one drop life. But actually, like a, a genu- genuinely good build for Nighthaunt. Mm-hmm. I feel I was talking with Ash McEwen on Coach's show about it the other week. Oh, were you? Yeah. Huh. Doing a bit. Of were you on Coach's show again? Yes, yeah, Morganing myself out. Oh my god! I didn't even know about that either. Well, he needs to promote it more, obviously. <laughs> um. 
but yeah, like the the gaming landscape, so much has happened, and even like event wise, um, I think it's more likely than not these days that I will go to an event and play five games against five armies I have never played before. There's so much <laughs> oh. new content coming out. Like right? I, I could have five completely bewildering yeah. games, and I, I just would have to accept it. I was thinking the other day, the last tournament I played was in June, and I probably played two or three games outside of tournaments. So since then, yeah, wow. Well, so, like, think of how many books have dropped since June. We've got, like, Ogres, Bone Reapers. Haven't played them. Haven't played them. You played Cities. in August in um, Blackout. Yeah, that doesn't count. That was in Australia. No, but it's <laughs> you played games, right? Sure. Okay, I played in August. But then, um, yeah, like, straight away, you got, like, Ogres, uh, Cities, Warclans, OBR. Yeah, slaves. That's five games. The slaves. Yeah. That's six well, games. I can go to Gen Con and play a different army I've never played yep. before every single time. With FAQs and all that kind of stuff. My golly, so. lots of fun. The FAQs are starting to bear down on the game. That they need to clean it up. The I FAQ is like done, eleven pages. I think man. they've done a lot of good stuff with this most recent FAQ, mostly surrounding the points changes. So they've done some cool points changes that have enthused me to write lists, which has helped with the night haunt and stuff. Like uh, black coaches have dropped in points, so I've got to convert up another three of them. Yes. Um but then they've gone and like they've fixed the Plague Monk War Scroll. So they've done some really good things and then they've gone and done another revision of the whole always strike first versus always strike last. Someone in our club chat posted a graphic of it today and I, I read it and I'm clever and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, and this was with like, yeah. a, it was a table and it had examples of when it would apply and it's like, it shouldn't need to get, it, it should be clearer than that. Like good system design should be simpler. Than so, that. God, so I'll read it to like you. 10 boxes uh-huh. and two little uh, footnotes. At, yeah. What the shit? So, like, it's it's pretty it's simple helpful. at the end of the day. So, it's if two abilities apply to a unit at the, sa- at the same time but are contradictory, how do you determine which ability is used? And so, if two abilities that apply to a unit are contradictory and cannot be both be used, the ability that was applied second takes precedent. For example, if there's an always strikes last locus of diversion uh, done in the combat phase, uh, sorry, is at the end of charge phase, while the Iron Jaw smashing and bashing is in the combat phase, the smashing and bashing takes precedence because it happens second. This also means in the realm of light, you just negate Gristle Gore, Slaves of Darkness, Hell of Many Eyes, the Locust, the Arachnorok, yep. everything. So anything anything that's in the combat phase is just it just trumps things that are in the charge phase or the hero phase. So all of those in the hero phase, they and strike also last. persistent abilities. Yes. It trumps those. Yep. Oh wow. Danny and I are going only, to an event. Only if they directly contradict. And so they've said like if you've got plus one to hit and you've got minus one to hit. That just they don't contradict that you can just do both. You just end up with no negative. It's not like the plus one to hit ignores. Yeah, it. yeah, but when it's um, like something goes first or something goes last. Yeah, correct. Do both. So Start a silly like that's a <laughs> thanks, Danny. That is like that's such a major change to how they're doing the ASF ASL, and they've just sort of tucked it away in an FAQ and they just fuck around every time with this yeah. though. This is the third crack they've had at it this year. Let's see if this and that's works, what I find boy. so weird is like they released Warhammer community article saying here's how you resolve it. You've got your sort of strikes first phase, then your normal phase, then your strikes last phase, and all that shit. And now it's just like uh, if you do, do yours in the combat phase, yours is better than all the other ones. Uh, Danny and I go into a tournament where everyone's in the realm of light, and we get 
<laughs> access to strike quickly. <laughs> and, well, and just that, being Slanesh shit. And that's fine, but then they banned Banishment because Banishment's who, way OP. Who, but who was in the realm of like... <laughs> I like it. I reckon the pack is awesome. It's just like, crazy! But what's wrong with Banishment? They nerfed Banishment. It's not even a good spell. It's not fun, though. If you like, So, if you know how to if set you design up... the board out, yeah. sure. But, like... Command point always strikes first isn't fun either. It is for me. <laughs> when you got lots of command points. Yeah, well, I'm getting you got lots of pistols, so shooting you in the, it's kind of like the charge phase. Playing phase. Federation of Soul in Twilight Imperium. <laughs> Fuck it's kind of like rain <laughs> on your wedding day. Lucky. Now everyone's looking at me. I'm just going to quickly sink underneath the table. Maybe I will edit So this. I like I like the Slaves book. I reckon it's fucking awesome. I like the City's book. It's awesome. I like the Ogre's book. They've had a good year, notwithstanding their shit FAQs. And their shit rules writing. No, that's what I'm saying. I reckon the a lot of those books of are really good. The level of releases this year and I quality really good, man. has been mental. Oh, some yeah, amazing, redone amazing books. Amazing Orc um, Walklands is a really cool book. Redone a bunch of books that really edited it. Mm-hmm. Like major releases like Slaves to Darkness, a f- whole new army in in Bone Reapers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they might have fucked that one so. up, but no, but just to actually have released an oh, entire sure. new army, like you know, back in the day, if you got a new army and one other new book in a year, that was that was a good year. So, but yeah, it's been a busy time because what else has happened? We've had the Masters, uh, which Smorgan, you played in the Masters. Mm-hmm. How'd you go? It was heaps of fun. I um, I played five games. Um, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did everyone else at the Masters. Oh wait, against <laughs> I played against Ash McEwen. That was the first time I played him. It was heaps of fun. Um, I played against um, Jordan, who is a proxy dweller below. In that he did a massive vomit on a Sunday morning, yes. like the biggest vomit ever. It was a power vomit, and he came out. And he was really proud of himself. Like he just like really like strutted in, so that was good. Hang on, what? Why? He's, Jordan's not a very big guy. I think he, can he was th- hanging out with like Joel and those guys. Uh, he's drinking. Yeah, shit. I think he was drowned. And then um. Yeah, fair. He said, "Oh, I think I had a dodgy up and go, mate. You didn't have a dodgy up and go. <laughs> <laughs> You're green. Like you, there's some there's some alcohol sort of stuff going on there. Um, I played against Matt Campbell." For the first time, and I played against Chuck for the first time in AOS. So, four of my opponents were my first time playing against me in, in AOS. It was just really cool. Like, really enjoyed it. They were all really good blokes. It was a really sick vibe in the room. It was awesome. It was yeah, except Will Knight was fucking like a hard taskmaster. Oh he was God, coming man. over. He's like, I want to see five turns, boys. I want to see you get. Oh, no, that was Hohen. Yeah, that was. <laughs> me. Did everyone get through all their five turns? Did you have to? I think so. I think so. I didn't like. Uh, yeah, I think there was one two-minute time extension for Chuck and Joel because they were at the bottom of the fourth or bottom of the fifth and they were just working out yeah. one last combat. So. I think um, that was one of the games where Joel was in a real good position. Chuck rolls for his bell, gets a free Vermin Lord. Yeah, got a free Vermin The Vermin Lord went absolutely ham. Well, because the Vermin Lord can move. Yeah, it's nuts. It's mental. So the Vermin Lord went absolutely ham and then Joel's like, oh, well, it's literally nothing I can do to, to stop that. And then yeah, right. from then on, Chuck's dice were like... Fire. Yeah, no, I think they weren't great for the for most of the event. But oh, I just meant for the that remaining. Oh, that I think game, that, yeah, that John, game John, that you just all got rolled big time. Yeah, 
Because um, I think he had the strongest list. So going into it, I thought his was super good, but he had one terrible matchup and he cops it in the first round and then he's on the back foot. Um, Matt Campbell, I thought, given the experience he had with his list, was a really good shot as well. And he cops Reese in the first round and just gets gets shot off. So the two people I thought were going to be playing off for it, it both ended up losing in the first round. Then it was anyone's. And yep. um, good on Matt Tyrrell. Like, of all the people there... Um, I reckon he's the most popular winner. Like everyone's Matt's mate. He's a ripping bloke. Yep. Uh, he hung out with Randy and I heaps in Sydney. I was wrapped to see him win. So that was, that was really good. What did you think of the Bone Reapers? Did you... Um, I didn't play him. I think his army... Um, did, you, did it catch people out? Or was oh, it, definitely. Is it I would like, really good? It, it's two things. It's really good. And I don't think anyone had actively thought, I'm going to include greater mortal wound output in case I play Bone Reapers, whereas I yep. think that would be a consideration for list and building going into this year. He was just so defensively strong. He had mm-hmm. three units of 20 Fuck. more tech guard and he just walked them forward to people. I just remember the worst thing ever about any tournament I've ever been to. Fucking random scenarios. Oh God, it was so terrible. bad, like genuinely terrible. <laughs> terrible right. for list That's design, right. terrible on the day. Awful. So he got, he got pretty good scenarios he still played it well but he got pretty good scenarios for his slow army so i think like he could have copped some spread objectives against a fast army and that would have been problematic for him yeah i Um, thought i'd rolled better part of valor in the last round and then it turned out i was reading the chart wrong oh you said it was total commitment you're an asshole so i had (laughs) like i'd done this evaluation for my list which is like all deploy off the table msu run round and die but score and it was predicated on there being like four, five or six objectives, but preferably eight objectives. And all the scenarios we played were just the shit ones. And I mean shit scenarios for the game, not just for my list. What did we There's play? A lot of shit like we, <laughs> we played well, and that's why we curate when we go to events. Yeah, yeah. We played some pretty bad scenarios. So we played We played the one with the triangles to start with. That's yeah, a battle shit for the scenario. Past, shit house. We didn't play like we didn't play. Um, we played duality, we played duality, which is shit because you have to deploy in the corners. Yep. Shit out. And the and in the is. last round we played maybe the worst like competitive scenario total, there is. Total commitment. Total commitment. I'm going to get on my Chris, it hit your my army. Chris cousin soapbox. What scenario? Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Focus is on one O N E close brackets <laughs> armies allegiance abilities. <laughs> Add a pun or two, Jolly O. Eggs. <laughs> I've my, my gas bomb. <laughs> what can I possibly do? Oh, I see you've whipped up a uh, a counterclockwise. <laughs> and, and then, and then, then, then there's, there's Cousin's contribution. You didn't play focal points, did you? No. It was what we realised on the weekend. <laughs> we've the played last a long... three or four games that we played, we've been playing oh, focal yeah. points. So often it's like, wrong. you want to just play... Fo- You've been playing focal yeah, points. Yeah, wrong. wrong. Lucky and I played against each other three times in a row on focal points. And then Michael's there on the weekends and he's like, he knows his shit. He's like, oh, yeah, you score like this. What? Yeah, oh. because they used to be the... They used to be the opposites points. would be where you get the bonus. Well, yeah. Now it's um, the verticals. Yeah. So it's like you and you and him and him. So you can just take a flank. In that yeah, a f- you hold a flank, not oh, a diagonal. Okay. Sure. Anyway. So it makes a big difference I've, in game. I've maybe played one since the new handbook. So. It's the only scenario Lockie and I play. <laughs> the only one I know. <laughs> Is it, is it I, I played that. So yeah, it was, a fun, it was a fun I weekend. I think it's the last round okay, of cool, cool, cool. So it's it sort of shit because it was so close to my house that I ended up playing Warhammer around doing normal life stuff. And what I realized is the thing I like about events is going out and doing the stuff. Not doing normal life stuff. Yeah. So like what I actually like is getting away and having a bit of like time with my mates. And the guys went out to the pub, like literally they were 400 meters from my house. 
I didn't join them because I was doing family stuff at home, which I like love doing and is my preference. That's why I chose to do it. But it's like you're missing out on the tournament experience. I missed out on the tournament experience because I had to work. Yeah. That's, what I found, that's what I found with Lord of War and like a bit more. Well, when you went home at seven o'clock so you could win. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, but because... I mean, it worked. Like, if I was in Sydney and Ash was sick, then it would just be like, so? Yeah. Sorry that you're sick. I'm getting wasted. Get, get well soon. But drink, drink, I'm, drink. If I'm just strippers, in the city, strippers, like strippers. Ten, yeah, 10 minutes away, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's a bit like that. So yeah, I was uh, I was TOing the event uh, day one. I did the first game and a half, and then handed over to Will Knight because I had to go to work. Um, so then I worked till like midnight, and then came back for the event the next day. But Danny came in and helped out, and it was a good um, sort of helped out. Excuse me, yeah, I was running the, the social media for that event from day one from my workplace. <laughs> you were, and I think I think Luke McFadden ended up buying a T-shirt, so that's a victory. Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's something We don't ship shirts to Queensland <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I thought we yes, were going to just de-escalate this <laughs> I, I guess I'm not helping either I'll just Nah, alright all right. Nah, alright sure? Obviously the Obviously, obviously, the event wasn't without controversy, but we're not going to kind of dwell on that because that's not hey, what we do. Respect your tos, guys. Respect community fucking reps who put in a lot of work. All right. I mean, that's, just buy a fucking t-shirt. Like, that's what? that's all I'm going to say. Just stop being an idiot. Yeah, and turn up on time to events. It was, it was fun, man. It was, it, fun it was good to watch games as a to having only five tables to um, watch. <laughs> 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 that was round one. <laughs> From round two, there was five when everyone turned up to the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also played Rice. Yeah, you played Rice. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I sh- went shout through because I'd already played him before. Shout out so to Rice. So Rice came Rice. second. So yep. well done to Rice. I was going to get to the podium. Sorry, man. Thanks for just absolutely ruining it. Well he, done. Pl- he played yeah, his Matt Sorrell two years won. ago, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but it was good as a TO to get to watch the games. Like in a bit more detail and and sort of know what was going on in the whole event oh, all at the same time. Matt Campbell came third. <laughs> <laughs> so Matty Tyrrell, Rice, Matt Campbell. So most of the most of the tournament made the podium. Most my, my of the podium were mats. <laughs> that was a sixty-six percent of the podium was mats. Oh no, because you can walk all over Rice. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because he kind of had you covered, didn't he? Oh, fuck. I, I'll tell you what, like, oh, he, there was a few outs and he had them. He, he got them. Zing, em. zing, zing. You know, other big news, Jacob Berry tried some Vegemite and then voluntarily ate it a second time. So you have, you have got his address. I had it. I used we to have it on WhatsApp, him. so I don't have it anymore. Were you meant to visit him? Or was that Joe? Joe. Yeah. Can't wait to see Jacob at CanCon. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Mm. Oh, Team Jacob. This is the thing. If you and I drop, we can just actually go to Moose. The whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never leave. Never leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to get there at 6, 6 p.m. so you can maximise the $3 basics. I don't get like... I, yes. Is that still legal? $3? Um, $3? Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> that is not legal it anywhere is. else. In ACT, it, it yeah. is. Oh at, at the Moose on Australia the Day. The $3 basics until venues in... 
in Brisbane all got shut the fuck down. <laughs> we all queued, it was like last calls. We were queued up. I was like, yeah, well, I'll have five gin and tonics. And that was not around. <laughs> oh my God. That was just my, that, that was just me. I was just going to find Ack and just like shadow him around and then not yeah. spend any money. Do one of those rounds like at the ATC where you just invite someone into your round group and then they buy a round and then mm-hmm. you invite someone else in and they buy a round and you're at the start and you never bought a round. Or you just, you just find someone who's hopelessly addicted to gambling. A la Ollie, the people's ex, the ex Oh, yeah. Dosh, and see, roll off. I, I, well, see, I've grudged him for round one. And so the, the grudge is the loser pays for the winner's night. No, but then he'll dice Saturday. off for you. Like d- double or nothing. No, he was literally no, no, di- no. He, was in, he, he was in Moose He was at McDonald's At like 3am <laughs> yeah, And Aaron Graham's like Oh dude I've, I've got this Do you want me to get you A, a Happy Meal Because he's a child Do you want me to get you A Happy Meal Ollie And um, Ollie's like No 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 We'll dice off And then Aaron wins the dice roll And Ollie's like Oh I think I'm out of money <laughs> <laughs> I diced six times for drinks and I lost every single one of them. I like that system because... Lucky because, because and he's like got this little weird cat later, purse thing. At the next tournament, uh, I like... So he rocked up with and brought me a parade. And yes. I was like, that's right, because we diced off for it six yeah. months ago. Yeah. What great. a bro! I'm so I'm so glad he's coming because I thought he was gonna he was selling his nine horn and I thought he was gonna drop yeah, I from it out. And then he's, AOS. But he's, he's yeah, I think he's um done a cat army so i think he's done 3d printed army which is going to be interesting ah. to see a if he gets clint to approve it okay. uh, and b That's how nice they, how they come out I, i'm i'm glad he got approved for um for our accommodation was there oh my what, god there was, was a vote panel? i couldn't believe <laughs> there was a vote <laughs> to a committee <laughs> and not everyone wanted no, it wasn't it wasn't fucking <laughs> 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 randy just like, dude 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 <laughs> 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 oh wait, it was actually Randy. <laughs> he just wanted that king bed. No, no, so this, yeah, this Have we sorted that out? Who who of the four people that paid for the king bed again? No, so king it's bed? me, Randy, and Joe have paid for kings. And the only reason you ever organise these things is so you get it. So Randy and Joe, whoever wins the belt, <laughs> is going to get the king. But, but the nights. problem is there'll be two need... nights before oh, then. No, but they won't be like because you won't need, be sleeping because right? you need the king for the, to have the belt in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll guarantee you, Joe will not be he sleeping. Will, he will not be sleeping. Randy doesn't sure. need the king. He's going to be at the strippers till True. 7 a.m. And then he's going to go straight to the True. event. Oh, my God. It works out. Randy and Joe will both not be there. I Shotgun. get the king. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, Randy's really. going to walk in with a stripper. Yes. I'm into that. <laughs> You'll be in the bed. I'm so into that. Someone just bringing me strippers. Great. I don't think that's how that's going to play out. No? No. No, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I reckon Randy, if you're listening, he is. You should. <laughs> <laughs> you should. We should invest in, and by we, I mean you. Should invest in bringing the strip club to us. You know, so we just never have to leave the accommodation. Uh we'll be there. Nah. Nah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pretty sure old Beryl said no, uh, no parties. Well, it's just a couple of strippers. That's not a well. Ain't no party like a Rage of Sigma podcast network conglomerate party. Oh my god! Oh my, you know? Oh my god! It's a work party. Yeah, Guys, it's going to be a work party. <laughs> that, that, that means the the over overseeing company pays for all the drinks, right? Yes. Cancel yes. culture. It's been cancelled. <laughs> it hasn't even happened yet. It's been cancelled. <laughs> as long as they don't have to pay entry. It's definitely going to be a cover. <laughs> no, we run anyone, free no, events. No, no, no. If anyone we run the free events, no, no. if anyone wants to come to the Rage of Sigma Podcast Network conglomerate party, there is a twenty dollars cover. You're all welcome. Twenty four dollars fifty. 
<laughs> and you can schmooze and wine and dine with Randy. Yep. You can meet Joe Pagano. Probably not. Me no. and Joe are going to the barbecue. So <laughs> it would just be you guys. What? <laughs> the barbecue that you said I we weren't going to. Already. No, I'm going to the barbecue. I'll get tickets to the barbecue. Yeah, I bought a ticket to the barbecue and then I bought the remaining tickets so that you guys couldn't buy any tickets. Fair. It's a lot of burgers. <laughs> it's the ice cream that got me over the line. <laughs> I thought the ice cream was tempting. I like that it's just ice cream. Like, is that a scoop of Coles vanilla? A scoop of bullet vanilla. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, it's cool. Ice cream's ice cream, man. It's going to be 50 degrees, so... Oh, mate, Rude. tomorrow is going to be 44. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to work tomorrow. Fuck but, that. But mm. climate change isn't a thing, right? No. Well, I've got to work out how to get Harrison, so... Five o'clock, it's forecast to be 44. Your child will have melted. Yeah, I don't know what to do. He'll be at childcare and we're going going on a holiday. Uh, They've got aircon there, yeah, but it's just... Straight from the childcare to the car. As long as you're not going to Sydney, you'll be right. My car doesn't have aircon. My car, the compressors... The compressor... The compressor broke in the aircon in my car... And it needs to get replaced, and the part won't come until early January. Fucking rich You're bitch here. In the 1940s. You're driving a car that doesn't have aircon yet. You're having a phone that doesn't have WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. as if you would only want a phone that can just, what, call people? It's fucking stupid. A car that can just, like, drive places? Fuck, that's dumb. Okay. Jesus. My car typically is okay, fine, boomer. but this okay, time boomer. it's Okay, boomer. Fuck am I, Dave? Anyway, I'm stressed about that. It's going to be hot. Yeah. It is going to be hot. Mm. Wet. Uh, tea towels and stuff So hot right now I'm seeing Star Wars tomorrow night I'm pretty keen I saw it this morning I yeah, really really liked it Yeah I enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh, My favourite bit was when Jabba was a Jedi <laughs> <laughs> And then And it was called Jabba He cracked his staff Jabba the, the smut And like he shoved it up here <laughs> <laughs> I like the bit where <laughs> you've, had, you've had too many waters mate yeah, no. Jabba the smut I like the bit where Darth Vader was Ray's daddy I like the bit where Ray and, like, and choke, Wesley choke me, choke me harder, Daddy. rode the horse for the seventh magical kiss and then Gandalf said, your secret's safe with me. <laughs> so without, it's not a spoiler, but there is a scene where they ride horses and that Daryl Braithwaite song uh, comes on. <laughs> it's, not, it's not to a fucking casino planet, is it? <laughs> is this like Way a st- up in the sky, little darling. And if you fall, sing along in the cinema. Uh, but I hope it's yes. Kylo singing that song. And Kylo, do they have the little bouncing ball on the lyrics? <laughs> Kylo's the badass. Kylo standing on a horse, fucking arms out. Yeah, with his nipples. Just do you know? Apparently, that actor used to eat a whole rotisserie chicken every single day. What? I first, I, I first fact. came across him the in the series Girls. Um, is which things? is full on, like it's yeah. a full on show, and um, he was the um, the partner to the the main character was a girl, mm-hmm. and he was a he was a violent lover, and the the sex scenes oh. were just uncomfortable to watch. You know, just there you go. Wow! Imagine all the kids that are watching Star Wars now, uh-huh. and then they stumble back catalog on the, the violent sex mm-hmm. scenes of girls. That's a do you reckon he's any different as Kylo Ren or? Yeah. What else was he in? I saw he was in this film and he was driving driving a nice car around and he was dating his psychologist. He's a good actor. Recent? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was recent, yeah. He, is, he isn't bad, is he? Yeah, he's he's mm. interesting. Driver, Adam Driver. Mm. Yes. So, Masters. Top three. Oh, Nick, I did the podium ages ago. Matt, Matt you know, Campbell. like all spread out between what you were saying? I'll just run through it. Rice came second, Matt Terrell came first, Campbell came third. Nice. Where'd Smorgan finish? What? 
It's Morgan, where'd you finish? I got a mug. I don't know. Yeah, everyone got a mug. Danny got oh, two mugs. Got mug. <laughs> Nick called out my name and shook my hand and I was very embarrassed. That was great. Yeah, you're an embarrassing individual. It's true. Mostly to my family. Did you win, what, three games you got to buy? No, no, I won. I, I beat Ash and a buy. Um, Jordan. How'd you yeah. get a, a buy, Sam? In the first round, I didn't get a buy. I played Ash. Oh, my God. And then... Um, Oh, I lost so to Rice in a minor and then I lost to Matt Campbell in a major and to Chuck in a major. Chuck and I were not particularly invested in the outcome of our no, game. Was quite obvious. And we both moved right into the middle and he looked at me and he's like, so turn two priority, whoever wins wins. I'm like, yep. And then he rolls high the man. I said, oh, that's fun. Thanks for the game. But it was you cool. you play that? No. Or did you just shake? We oh. played for like... 15 minutes longer, so his plague monks could kill my staff. Right. But if I'd had the turn, I would have shot his plague monks off. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, like, moved right up to him and was just like, pew, 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 from three <laughs> inches away. <laughs> Come get me. Nice. Yeah, I got to I got to watch the last round game between Matt Tyrrell and Matt Campbell, um, the, the floor off. And they... Had a really tight game, and Matt Campbell rolled like absolute garbage with his sense of rage, rage uh, bloodthirster. Threes to hit, re-roll ones, and he rolled like four twos out of five or something. Five twos out of six attacks. Five twos out of six. Yahtzee! And then he rolled the wonder wound with the other one <laughs> that, that, hit, that actually hit. It was pretty rough. Sorry, actually, going back to Sam's games quickly, um, because of Matt Campbell... I saw mm-hmm. that um, you killed his one of his bloodthirsts or whatever first turn with your tenable shot, and then he yeah. still lost. How did that happen? No, it was a really good game. Like there were lots of ebbs and flows. Was there it? were two or three times across the course of the I game think Sam where he, it. yeah, I did. I I underinvested my shooting one turn basically. Okay, but otherwise, like it was tight. I felt like I was in it right up until the end of the game. Particularly after he killed his bloodthirst at ten one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, what happened was I dropped down. He lost Shard to do it, though, and I think that was... It was a bad trade because I also lost my Shadow Warriors because I dropped down my Shadow Warriors because I thought if I do, like, ten wounds, I don't want the Bloodthirster to be there on three wounds still just beating the crap out of me. So Uh, I'll shoot it with the one unit of Shadow Warriors first. And as it turned out, I did, like, 21 mortals or something really dumb. (laughs) I think you did 16 mortals. 16 mortals. And still had some attacks to roll. Yeah, and I had two two attacks to go. Um, So... It was turned out to be a poor trade. I should have done that same move, but waited till my second turn to yep. do it. Um, but Did whatever, it was, again, it was, it was, yeah, there was a good game because his army was so close together. It meant he That's could just right. kill a shard with the pile, and even though he yep. had that damage move, if he'd maybe been had a bit more backfield to play. That's with, right. Uh, you could have kept shard alive and then potentially just done it again the yeah, next turn. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It yeah. was, it was a really good game. Matt was my favorite person to play in terms of the way that he plays yeah. because he's very similar to me in terms of being deliberate and accurate and like saying my intention is to be this many inches away, measuring, making sure he actually is. It's like a three-step process and then it's just clean and it makes the game actually quicker and better and more enjoyable. And we both had like a really good understanding of what was going on. Mm. Um, whereas in some other games, you know, um, people are sloppy. Um, at Masters. Well, in every tournament. Yeah. But yeah, at Masters, there were people that were fucking there's, super yeah, there's still, sloppy. There's of reminders and you're calling them out like, dude, uh, fringe. Like that, that sort of stuff. Um but yeah, the, I, I just really enjoyed that game. It was heaps of fun. Yeah. And I feel like if we played it three times, it could go 2-1 either way. And that's cool. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, no, it was interesting. Um, so yeah, Matt Campbell uh, looked like he was going to head it sewn up against uh, Matt Tyrrell. But uh, Matt with one T got there in the end with the Bone Reapers. 
And yeah, that was that. Um, other than that, we've announced the ETC team about a week after as well. So that mm-hmm. was exciting. So there's been a few exciting kind of... Yeah, and it things. was... Um, Ari Rises, Daily Smorgan, Haiku Smorgan, and who were the other members? Chris Cousins, Lockie Mosh Cousins, Lockie Mosh Cakey, that's right. Uh, and Nick Gentilly. And Nick Gentilly. And then I was the non-playing coach. And that, that's all the doors. Dave O'Wall. <laughs> Jabba <back>. Slice. <laughs> no, so congratulations to the ATC team. I was uh, I was involved in the uh, selection of the team along with Clint and... Uh, that's why you didn't Sex robot from the future, Mr. Dan Shorts. And it was actually really tough. It was a tough decision. We we got more applications than we probably thought we would in the end. Um, I think there were nine serious applications and a few joke applications. Randy, Chris Cousins, Travis. Sean. Notorious Sean. <laughs> Do you fly for the Australian? Yeah. Yes. He won the Sydney GT. He's like, clearly I'm better than everyone in Sydney. I should He's be like, in the team. Nice. He's like, hey, bro. Hey, bro. I can shoot shit off good, bro. <laughs> Just, just, just piss not, off, ghost. Just not at Masters, bro. <laughs> what happened at Masters? <laughs> oh, you thought the Australian Masters was controversial. The New Zealand Masters was crazy. Oh, was it? They did some interesting things. I'm gonna have to. Have like, they done a podcast? People, yet? Uh, I don't think they have. Oh, I think they're holding fire listen. on it. Okay. There's things like rocking up and all the woods being Silverneth Woods <laughs> and uh, blood rule pairing in a bunch of players so they didn't play each other in the first and fifth rounds. And what? Then, yeah, <laughs> at the Masters. Uh, yeah, it got uh, interesting. I might hit Sean up. Uh, with someone, a got a, someone got a list resubbed because it wouldn't have been fun to play against. What? Yeah, at the Masters. It was, yeah, it was an absolute... Cop. It was a bit of a club. Because <laughs> <laughs> they bounce it round from one region to another yeah. and the regions play quite differently because they're really yeah. insular. Um, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Because th- those boys are from Wellington and Wellington is just like very much Melbourne's sister yeah. city. And I thought two people not rocking up for game one and having a hissy fit was bad. So. Backity back. Backity back. We're back. We're back. I watched. This is the first time in all of history that we have said, well, I have said, okay, this is the first time in all of the history of the two episodes of this show that I've been on that we've said, said, and we're back from an actual break. I watched the new Shaft movie today. (laughs) It's It's so good. A, it's so fucking good. What? B, there's three Shaft movies. I'm definitely going to edit some snares in the background. Oh my God, dude. It's so good. Shaft. And so three things. The third thing is the whole movie is a penis joke. 
Like, I mean, almost every scene you can do a shaft joke. It's fucking great. I'm going to go back and watch the 2001, and I'm going to go watch back, back and watch the 77, and you know the granddad that's in those final scenes? I think he's the shaft from the 77 film, which just blows my mind. Yeah, he is. It's 100%. the best ever. It's the best ever. Are the shafts. Because he's in the second one yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, playing the uncle is going to be the dad. Spoiler Correct. from a 2001 film. Yeah. Spoilers. He's in the... Yeah, that's the three shafts. It's so fucking good, man. I loved it. I had I had so much fun with that. And the other film that I watched this week um, was Six Under. Nice. I fucking loved it. It's like a hybrid between... James Bond and Fast and Furious. So the o- one with Ryan Reynolds. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds just plays himself in movies now. Like he's yeah, literally sure. the same character yeah. in Deadpool as Six Under. Yeah, typecast. Yep. Yeah, cool. So the opening line to the Shaft theme song is Who's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks? <laughs> Shaft. What? It's really good, man. It's really good. And um, he plays Mace Windu. No, no, he doesn't. He plays um, <laughs> he plays his character from Pulp Fiction, like in terms of the way he delivers the dialogue. The actual, like, the sec- I, I've seen all three, but the second Shaft movie with Samuel L. Jackson as the, as, as the main as Shaft. Is actually one of my favourite movies. Okay, like legitimately, cool. I, I watch, watch this again. like probably every every year at least. It gets a yeah, run. Yeah, sick. Um, the the, the scene n- where he throws his badge at the magistrate. Yes, and, like, yeah, yeah. Sticks it's in the wall the behind him is legitimately like why I'm in the job that I'm in. Like, it's just, <laughs> it is such a good scene. Uh, it's just I love the film. The the, the fucking yeah, the soundtrack is amazing. Trilogies that span fifty years, man. People's Go- commitment. People's Gonzalez is uh-huh. fucking amazing, and just it's so good. The soundtrack in this movie is really really good. It's, just it's got soundtrack from the other one. It's got notorious AOS vibes. I think it's the sort of thing uh, Tubbs would like. And um, the other thing that's awesome about it is they show the progression of time as the child grows up um, through technology. It's just really cool. Like, it's, the sequence is really good. Yeah. Great film. I, re- I loved it. I really enjoyed it. It was legitimately terrible, the third one, but it's, I loved it. No, fuck off. It was legitimately awesome. I'm just, I've been lost. It's like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, man. you just got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. We might actually just put it on now. Okay. End episode done. Do you want my sister's Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> I've got Netflix. Okay, cool, cool. Is Shaft on Netflix? Yeah, Shaft's on Netflix. I'll, I'll, give, it a, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Give it a Shaft. Give it a Shaft. Shaft it. Over Christmas? Can that be our tagline? You're actually a lot like... Below presents you're like Between Worlds. Young Shaft. Shaft it. You, you are a lot like... He's, look, he's a lot like Young Shaft <laughs> he's in his young. Soho apartment. <laughs> yeah, he's not... He's black. Nike loafers. Not quite as black. Mm, he tries. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm, so what were we talking about? People getting shafted at Masters. Mm. Oh, true. I'm so sick of talking about Masters now. I still myself. Yeah, no, nah, fuck it.
who's the cat that woke up out when the days are all about? Right on. They say this cat Shaft is a bad mother. I'm talking about Shaft. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. So yeah, ETC team. Um, yeah, massive congrats. Pete Atkinson's in there. Uh, Michael Clark's in there. Some big representatives. Um, did I mention Travis put in a joke application? He's not in the team. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You were close. You were probably number seven. Um, <laughs> narrative gamers did make the team, so you're just not even good enough at that, Trav. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Andrew Bigwood got in the team. Bigwood's straight up good. Yeah, straight up. Like straight up. Where's like. He from? He's lives out New in South Wales, yeah. regional New South Wales. Yeah, regional okay. New South Wales. What, what did he? Was he playing? So he came. He was at Border Wars. Was at Border Wars. Okay. And he was playing mixed destruction. Mixed destruction, and he came fourth. And he or came something? fourth, and he and he was at Sydney GT. He pulled some really strong uh, events with some pretty mixed lists, and he yeah. didn't play a lot of events. And they were like his his, his right up results there. were really good. Cool. Uh, Liam Shadowhammer got on the team. Mm-hmm. Nice. Not sure how that happened. Um, was he part of the selection committee as well? <laughs> They podium did it, podiumed at an nah, international yeah, event, strong, plays strong, against good strong. good opposition. A uh, bit of ETC experience in Charles uh, Black made the team. Yep. And then the master himself, Matt Tyrrell, uh, is in the team and was voted captain. So congratulations, Matt. Yeah, that's um, great. Having a good year of Age mm. of Sigma, um, certainly the back end of the year and hopefully uh, the first six months of next year. Yeah. It's, um, h- it's hard with six, isn't it? Because it'd be ace to see some... Um, Queensland and South Australian representation as well, but with with six, like you... No, just literally none of them applied. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, sorry. Um, Andreas uh, did apply from South Australia and he was uh, really close to the... He would have been, yeah, like seventh, I reckon, out of that list. He was right on there. Um, And that was... It was actually a a very difficult thing for us as the selection committee. We probably had... um, There was probably... Of, of, of the people who applied, there was eight or nine. We legitimately were like, okay, these last four, we have to fit into one spot. Yeah. And I think it's, like it's difficult. Res- respectful of all the team, yeah. Matt and Charles picked themselves. Like, Charles has won a million events across a million he's systems. Played the ETC before. Matt is the, the current master. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, that it's hard to go past either of them. So then that means there's four spots for the rest of the country. Exactly. So, it uh, stuff. But uh, for anyone who did apply and didn't make it, I uh, strongly encourage you to stay involved with the team because everyone uh, in the team is going to need practice mm-hmm. and they're all pretty spread out. So, mm-hmm. uh, keep in touch with the, the people in the team who are nearby. Give them practice games. If you're involved in that ETC uh, sort of prep process and the practice games, uh, that puts you in a really good stead for uh, making the team next year. Um, so, yeah. they'll move to eight keep players per team? In they, the they had a vote on it. Um, it got strongly voted no, didn't it? got it? strongly voted really? no. I don't know why. Six yeah, means you can send a strong is, team. There's only six people in the boys' club in England, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> they can't find two new friends. They've made enemies of everyone else. Their team's pretty old boys' club. 
that, like uh, the same team as last year with yeah, one change. Correct, which is like all like Ted players. One of their mates, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's not a criticism, it's just reality. Well, like, I looked at the as, as, names like, I know as, as good players who have players. been at the ETC, like ETC experience is so important. Mm-hmm. And so you pick the people who have been there and done that mm-hmm. and you know we're going to be reliable because we've picked people who... Which is uh, super problematic yeah, because you don't get any new It's, it's new insular, skills. but the thing is that we've had people who are new to the ETC and it takes a couple ETCs to get up to speed with it and people struggle. Not for me. No, not for you. Not for me. Not for you. <laughs> me neither. Hey, yeah. Finger guns. I'm saying <laughs> finger guns because it's a podcast, but I'm doing them as well. No, it's not a hobby event. Eight, like, just the more... The more t- um, eight with two coaches, ten people going over, awesome. Yeah, and right. a team psychologist and a, a nutritionist. And a bartender. Three, three bartenders, of course. No, but like the more players you have, the more interesting the matchups get. Yep. You know what I mean? So... Our bartender, Dave, the year that I went, was like an actual godsend. So it sounds funny to say, and a bartender, but in that hall in the Czech Republic, without air conditioning. I'm not getting my own drinks. You're also, you're playing three and a half hour games that go to time every time. Like having someone say, hey, do you need sugar or do you need water? Is actually super useful. The queue for the drinks was massive. Mm -hmm. The year I went, Jack Williams was meant to be the bartender. Then our coach, I can't remember who it was. Um, dropped out and so Jack who's like decided Jack's oh, a legend yeah he's great but he, he like, he's, he's like oh yeah I'm just going to come and I'm just going to hang out with the boys and like do some oh no he had he the got, coach loved as the coach right? <laughs> so he's like well, I can come all the way to Europe and he's like oh actually I've got to think about this Shit. he's actually really good was that well he was going to play because I dropped yeah, I, I dropped and he was going to play because that uh, the thread he was like, oh, I can almost, jump yeah, in. What he did was he shit at Warhammer. Who's Morgan? Who dropped? No, you know who you know who played instead of me. Um, yeah, um, oh, from Dan England, Brown. Dan Brown. Yeah, the yeah, fucking and he's physics a, god, and he's a gun. Yeah, he's, he's a lot amazing. better than me. And so he won us the Ashes. They traded up. We definitely. <laughs> the did. only reason we won the Ashes was because we had Dan Brown playing. He would have been on. Funny. The, he would have been on England's team had he been playing Ninth Age at the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. because he's like he was in their team the next year. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure he's like still. I in think there. he's the chairman of the rules now. Yeah, it's because he's a super nerd. Good on him. Definitely glad He's we had a super him. And good on Jack Armstrong as well, who lent me an army, which was just like over and above. Wasn't even playing the oh, system. Yeah. Yep. No, that's a massive kudos to us. But that was in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think we might have a little bit of a look back to the past because it's the we're end. Topic. Yeah, no. it's the. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost my bedtime. And, and I had a sweet segue, and you've just fucking ruined it. Well yeah, done. That's still a good. This still a good segue. Um, yeah, let's look back at the past. We will because that's all we do on this podcast. It's the it's the end of a decade, mm-hmm. um, and it's been a pretty good decade in Warhammer, I reckon. Yeah. Certainly. Although every year is the end of a decade if you count the decade from. That year, every day is the end of a decade exactly. if you count it from every second. Wow, we've just gone every through like thirty decades and destroyed instantly. It is. So I think what, from my perspective, with with Games Workshop, Games Workshop has essentially been about three or four different companies in the last ten years. Like they've had different identities and different relationships with their customers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, di- new editions. So I think when did Eighth Edition come out? In two thousand and ten, I think. And then you know had you know all these things, the end times, Age of Sigma, all this stuff. But I reckon around 2010 as well, I remember um, War Machine version 2 came out. Um, and that was the point, um, th- which I remember at least, which Games Workshop suddenly didn't have... Well, no, sorry, market share, market sort share, of, yeah. Yeah, their, their market share started dropping a lot. And all these great games started coming out, you know, X-Wing, Infinity, um, War Machine, you know, countless games, right? Um, and which is really good for the hobby because, you know, like different, different games can come out, you know, people branch out of like the Games Workshop bubble, which a lot of people like 
ourselves included, have been in the past. Um, and I think Games Workshop took a long time to really react to, to the, the change of market, I guess. And they were slow and late adopters. Very, very slow. And it's taken them 10 years to come back. But I reckon now, it looked like from my perspective, they, they've re. Um, I don't know, they're recompiling their market share because they're, they're doing really well. They're being really successful, um, which is good. And they've had to because the competition's up there. And like, mm -hmm. how good a time is it to be a gamer? Oh, so mate, good. I went to Mill Sims today and it's like, it took all of my willpower not to just leave with other like stuff that I'm not going to play for six months. Because yep. I'm walking around like, oh, that looks awesome. This looks awesome. Even like Catan, I was like, oh... Catan's like, like best. Yeah, oh my god, Catan's so good. Yeah, Twilight this is, Imperium's so good. This is what I'm saying. Pandemic I wouldn't mind just so getting good. a boxed board game yeah. that I can play with people that aren't war gamers. Yeah. Because it's a gateway drug. <laughs> Get more people in. Because we've got friends that do um, Underworlds that aren't Warhammer players, like family friends. Underworlds is a really good game. It's really cool, right? But it's just, it's crazy for me to think that, that they can break into those other markets. Like, that, that wasn't a thing 10 years ago when it was just Warhammer go buy a hundred metal figures in blisters. <laughs> yep. They've come a long way. And but imagine, <clears throat> imagine how cool that is for like those people. If like you say you play Underworlds and you're like, oh, cool. So I've got like this kind of card game and these are like the representations of my characters on the board, a few little models. And then you walk past a Games Workshop one day because say you got given the game or I don't know. And there's a whole wall of an army of the dudes mm -hmm. that you have at home. That's so sick. Mm -hmm. You'd just be like, what? You'd be like, why aren't all the ghouls emo? Why are only my <laughs> yeah. ghouls emo? I like these ghouls. Those ones look kind of old. Games Workshop's definitely noticed as well that the best way for people to buy things is in a big box. So they're just chucking everything in a box, whether it's like their specialist games or they're, they're just... You know, Have just you seen the size of the Necromunda box? Like $700. Yeah, yeah, it's like a million bajillion dollars and it's like 20 kilos wow. of just plastic. It's huge. It's like the Twilight Imperium. It's a good way, to move, good way to move models. They do limited runs of you know, certain things. And anyway, that's how they're doing it. But, you know, they make the hero when they're super strong. Yes. Yeah, and then never <laughs> sell it anywhere else. And then the else. rest of the other <laughs> stuff really bad. Well, I got the ogres just for the tyrant. The tyrant is so good the model the rules or whatever but the, yeah, the model is sick it's fucking awesome like, yeah, yeah. and it's like stuff like that which just beautifully and for, for ogres particularly just beautifully ties in the army to the age of sigma setting because mm -hmm. yep. like you see the stormcast helmet on its and suddenly the whole army's in the world mm -hmm. suddenly it's not oh these are my eighth edition ogres suddenly it's the like noblars no are random you have like even noblars brews in there but like whatever <laughs> so i love about the archaea model that i'm painting at the moment very 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 slowly it's got a bunch of like stormcast like skulls in it but that model was released during end times what Stormcast really? weren't a thing when they released what do you, that model. What do, you, what do you mean, Stormcast skulls? Like helmets. Like, does it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Let's go investigate this shit? later. I think he's lying. Yeah, right we're having now. a look at that model later. <laughs> That's just air. blown my tiny yeah. mind. And it was released during the end times before Stormcast were a thing. Wow. Holy Hidden shit. in plain sight. My God. I wonder if somewhere there's like an extra super nerd that's like, like or was rather being like, I deduce by the fact, the shape of these helmets, that there's going to be a race of lightning warriors. And they're going to be on round bases. <laughs> they knew when, all along. When they started posting pics for end times, they'd move some of the Skaven onto round bases. Yes. And then there was what? supposition that maybe like the bells were going to become yeah. war machines or something. Everyone or was like, people no, were like, fake. They're doing oh, like this. They're on the, the trick angles. of the angle. Yeah, they were looking Actually, at if you know how light refracts. Imagine. Refracts. Yeah. 
Oh, imagine just having the inside knowledge and then seeing all that those comments. You'd just be like, peasants. <laughs> Have we talked about the rumored square base thing at all? It's not rumored. It's legit. Like the legit it's square like the base. Thing. That we have no the olden days. The old yeah. They something. just they only told us about it. Like you would never tell about something that's that far ahead in your distribution cycle unless they're sacking people that are working on it or they've got a mole in that team. So it's telling us one of two things. It's telling us that they're about to do retrenchments or that they don't trust their staff. That's all it's telling us. Interesting. Huh. You just would, like it's find out. Commercially, there's no, there's no reason. The corporate shill dropping the knowledge. Yeah, but there's just no reason commercially that you'd disclose yeah. that, yeah, particularly. It really weird. You, it's a big enough lead time that their competitors could Unless do something about it. Unless that's a hook to just keep people. There ain't no hook. No, because they've just like gone so far into Age of Sigma. Like, what, what's the hook? Get people to actually not invest in the thing they're currently selling? Like yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm hyped for it. I've stopped throwing out my. Square bases. <laughs> <laughs> I've sold pretty much everything. Oh, I'm, I'm hoarding. Did hoard. you sell your witch elves yet? No. They're been, but they're still on circles. They've been for sale for a while because they're, they're on flats. They're still on rice Flats. Right. <laughs> witch elves in flats. Mm, no, I can't say. No, someone... someone and like normal witch elves, just like, not oh, as tall. Yeah. Fast, would you do it for $200? Just didn't reply. What a fucking... <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so many low-balling time wasters. Because I've got a heap of stuff I need one of them. move. <laughs> and I can't decide whether to do it on Facebook or not because mm. it's just so fucking... Oh, this... The, it's yeah. hard work. Mm. Yep. You want because you want to be able to sell it quickly, but quick like quick enough that it's not work, but also at a reasonable price. So it's, you got to find that sweet spot. And it's like sometimes like you might sell it for just a little bit under what mm-hmm. you want, but it'll go really quickly. And if it's another fifty dollars over, it might stay there for three months. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, like it just tr- depends like on timing. Like yeah. if you look uh, uh, if if the right buyer looks at the right time, they're like, oh shit, this is something that I really really need. True. Or suddenly there's everyone has been buying it up and there's no other listings like yours on Facebook. My Legends and the Gash that I put up for sale ages ago for the first time, when I first put that up, before I dropped any of the prices, there was this guy who was super interested. He was like, yeah, I'll PayPal you, deposit everything like that. And then it just fell through and then I've had absolutely nothing since. So like sometimes you get people who are just super keen and that's exactly what they want and sometimes you just don't. You could probably. I you mean, need more battle line. To, you if you had more battle line, I would have bought it. But it's like I don't want to paint thirty chain rasps. Mm, you could probably try and sell it now that Nagash has got new rules and yeah, Nagash is a, a baller. Bit, a bit funny again. Nagash is pretty good. Um, but so the other th- the other really cool development, obviously, in the last decade, has been the rise of esports. I guess and just like mm-hmm. more better, like the like be- better coverage. Professionalism of coverage. I, I remember like back on Wargamer AU in like fucking two thousand eight, two thousand nine. You'd read like tweets from um people do tournament reports from, yeah tournament reports <laughs> but from I the etc people oh. would do li- like uh, this guy um would i can't remember who he was but he did um like live coverage on wargamer you like every after every game at the etc he'd be like this is what happened this is what happened about every game and it's like everyone would be looking at it. anyway that was a billion years ago, right? But now you don't have to put up with that. You can actually watch these games <laughs> online. Well, oh, well, the ATC you still do because they don't do coverage. But oh, but I mean, for like for, yeah. for most for most major events, and this is not just Warhammer as well. There's plenty of other like heaps of yep. systems, right? That stream games. Yeah, being able to like, I mean, obviously. Video games, you can do it, but things like X Wing being able to watch their mm. system opens and their and their you know big international events uh, streamed, and they're making games that are better for streaming as well. I think Warhammer is a terrible game for oh, streaming. It just the amount of um, talent and effort you need to stream it because there's so much 
dead space. Yeah, it's shit. You got like, how do you make it interesting to someone who's not playing? Exactly. The game? You just talk yeah, about the Michelin Michelin starred restaurant across the road, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The honor four gamer does a pretty good job, but otherwise. But we yeah, are but even even still, like, uh, this part consider of the it, I mean, a good podcast. job. In yeah, like, with it, the constraints, I've not a good game to watch, and, just, and you can't because you can't do like a highlights show or something like that. And so, like, I watched. Here's this amazing goal. How about that goal the bloke kicked? It was two weeks ago now. He took on the whole eleven in oh, the so, Premier League. Yeah, Hyung Min Son. That was ridiculous. Yeah, and Luis Suarez scored a better goal that night for Barcelona. That like. I only have NBA streams, and that came yeah. up in my NBA streams. That's how good a highlight it was. It's pretty fucking good. Transcended sport. Um, but, like, so I watch a lot of StarCraft, and there's a guy that just does StarCraft highlights, and he just takes 15 minutes of footage from a three-hour um, StarCraft uh, match and condenses it down, and it's fucking awesome. And you can actually kind of get the sense of what happened in, in a 15-minute, 20-minute highlights package which you just can't do with Warner well some of those are stadium sports now they can do them in yeah, a way yeah. Yeah. where they have a stadium and they've got the big screens and it's legit like you just I, yeah I, I think you're trying to get a square peg through a round hole I think AOS coverage is really good and don't get me down sick for the people that love AOS and want to watch it well, like, I, I love that I shit. have it I as my time. painting thing right I would yeah. never yeah. watch it on my tally yeah and I wouldn't watch Starcraft while I was um, trying to paint no just I just point. run out of stuff to watch or listen to so pro- quickly. Oh, dude, I haven't listened games, to anything for ages. The games go for two and a half hours. There's like, there's no like, uh, like a lot of the time there's no sequencing. Like, so you don't know what, what the people are doing. You don't learn anything from the game. You learn no. about the game, but you don't learn how to be a better gamer, I don't think. Oh, I think you do if you've got good commentators. You, um, yeah, if you have really switched on commentators, like when they Darren, that relies when on so much. When they had Darren Watson doing the commentary at, was it London GT? Yeah, Ben like Sava did. Um, yeah, Ben... Did face hammer as well And that was really good He was on point Yeah Um, I have to look at those Shout out to Underrated Then there was Nashcon (laughs) That was just All over the place Gemma's One from Cancom Was like legit Yeah She's like Just naturally good at it as well Um but yeah, but like lock in, I did it. And we were just like, uh. <laughs> no, just like we just, I, I never watched it at yeah, that stage, we, like, so I didn't yeah. know. And we were two people down. Yeah, we did. And we said we we're going to do it, so we did it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And we wouldn't, and, it, and we won't be doing a, a live stream from um, Between Worlds because we're all going to be helping managing games and stuff like that. Yeah. So and Nick, like Nick, came on, and he would just be like, "Oh, let me tell you about this thing." And then he tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, I'd be like, what the I fuck? I mean, that's what he does. I came in and he that was Randy go- were talking about cheese <laughs> for 20 minutes. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, cheese is awesome, man. I love cheese. I know. So cool. Well, there's one bit with me. How is it different to what he does in a normal podcast? Well, there's one bit with me and he said, oh, do you want to go get a coffee? And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, what do you want? He's like, no, no, we'll go together. I'm like, dude. <laughs> 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 <We're literally> like <laughs> I'll be back in 10 minutes. And, and he was the most enthusiastic of a lot of us because he was like, oh, yeah, he loves because he loves sports. And yeah. he's like, fuck, yeah, sports commentating. But why am I, this is my dream come true. And he's like, oh, I'll go get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, no, the, best, the best commentator was Aaron Graham. He, he, he did good at asking own. questions yeah, and just pointing a conversation in a direction. Yeah, that's a smart cookie, that one. So that's one of the big developments. So saying um, competition in the market has forced them to improve, which I think is a, a, a good thing. Contestability is a good thing. We're saying other like similar nerd domains have commentary. So we've adopted commentary in AOS, which yep. I, I think like, Oh, my evaluation would be that's a mixed thing. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's shit house. Yeah. 
I think it's cool. Like it's opportunity. People people do enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, and then what? What other things have happened in ten years? Ten years is a long time. They make real oh, good social, models now. Social media engagement, like the way yeah. GW, and we've talked about it a lot. The way GW deals with its uh, customer base now compared to the compared to ten years ago when they shut it didn't because it was about ten years ago when they shut down, or a little bit over ten years ago when they shut down the Games Workshop. Probably showing my age here. They just shut down the Games Workshop message boards that were on the Games Workshop website. Okay, boomer. <laughs> um, when was it that they stopped running like the GTs and stuff like that? That was probably a little bit before that as well. Yeah, though, probably. So like they just really stopped um, all customer engagement, like community yep. engagement. Yeah, it just didn't exist. And, and like all the discussion around Warhammer and new releases and stuff was all from, and the commentary was all from podcasts and pundits and stuff like that. Yeah. And and now they have Warhammer Community and they have all these um, release days and seminars and all this stuff that they release and it's fucking fantastic. And they make really pretty models and I like them and I like to paint them. Oh my God, the models are fucking next level. But actually though, like yeah. some of the shit they're doing is batshit crazy. They're hands down the best model makers in the in the world. Like that's like some of the models from that. ten years ago, and you compare them to like the Archaeon model and the. Um, Literally any of the models have come out this year. Like even just stuff like the the for Underworlds, the Beastmen, like mm, the dynamism yeah. and character yeah. in those sculpts. Like what? You look at like blobs of pewter from ten years ago, and you're like, oh. And they're also just pumping Hello? out these models as well. Like, yeah, they're doing a good job. Of people like, people always are like, oh, like like little toy soldiers. Oh, so you could just like three D print a whole army, right? No, I was like, mm, probably not. Well, what do not we yet. think? Is gonna is kind of gonna happen going forward in the next kind of decade, and I had three D printing written down. I'm, it's gonna be really interesting to see how three D printing plays out in in our um, in our industry and in all, and also in other industries because it's obviously something that's taking off, and you're seeing a lot of three D printed uh, scenery, um, true, both true. where you can buy it professionally printed by um, companies like Dark Fantastic Mills versus people like um, AOS Coach buying their own printer. And just yeah, yeah, and, just and, and then buying and the then not having oh. terrain at his event, sure. Oh, mic drop, mic drop. Um, I got a hot take for the future, which is something that was not even mine. I just stole it straight off my housemate, who I convinced to play Warhammer, and he went and bought and painted a whole army, and then hasn't played in about a year. <laughs> Sucker. Um, is it Lizardman, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him in the city, and we had an awkward. Like, like I, know I know you, I know you, and then like it was serious. About fifteen minutes later, is his name Hamish? Yes. I was like, oh, that's Holy Hamish. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow, I'll tell him you remembered him. He'll probably remember that exactly the same way. He'll be like, yeah, I saw a guy. I think I met at GameCon. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but, but Hamish reckons that uh, AR is is going to be huge for, for Warhammer, for tabletop games. Yeah, like with a... Okay, interesting. Yeah, so like spell effects and like... The one uh, I always... Rain effects o- and stuff. Did you guys ever read the Battletech novels? Nope. No, okay. So, like, all the MechWarrior um, games were based on these Battletech novels and they had these, like, hollow chambers where they would plan out battles and so they would... And they'd do, like, space battles. And so, think of, like, Battlefleet Gothic, which is this 2D space combat game. Yeah. But in 3D, using, like, a holographic projector where things... And you're just, like, plotting in, like, where you want your thing to fly and that's just where it fucking does it. Yeah, 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 and totally. Like just imagine. But then it's, then, then so it's essentially a playing a game. So I don't know well, whether yeah. it's not. Yeah. So I want something that gives me more precision while it's still analog. That's what I'm after. Yeah. 
Oh, still analog. Because you could do that with uh, AR. Mm-hmm. Where, or like you had some sort of like... It, it's a little projector thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you put it on the... Um, Was it you that showed me the you put it Star on the ceiling thing? or like it floats because that's technology? Uh-huh. And then you like you don't even have to measure. You you just touch a model, and then like the, a little blue circle pops up, and that's where you can move. Yeah, it to. Mm-hmm. And if you move it too far, it goes. Meep. You're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> Reese McGlynn, you're cheating. <laughs> and and whoa! <laughs> and then you just move it back a bit, and it goes back to blue. <laughs> oh, no. So we've called out apparently AOS coach. We've just called out Reese McGlynn. Lockie, your turn. Like, oh. just pick a member of the community and we'll just shit on them. Oh, definitely Daily Smorgan, that guy's an asshole. Clint <laughs> <laughs> Mallet's a nice guy. <laughs> you said that in the most condescending tone ever. No, he's actually not really a nice guy. Yeah, no, holographic shit would be interesting. But it just take. It's funny because the more tech we put in, the further we get away from the base aspect of the hobby, the painting, mm-hmm. and yeah, the modeling. which and I think so is what will continue to define the hobby, as and set it aside from technological stuffs. Because a lot of people I talk to, and like Hamish as well, he's really like he thinks a lot about these things uh, about art and the visual medium, and he thinks there's just something about having a three D ob- three dimensional object in your hand that you're like. Tactile, Ta- a tactile yep. thing, and then also you it changes the way you think about it as opposed to any other sort of like screens yep. or, or playing games. I guess. And the tactile experience of, of using paint, it's like a it's just a unique and different experience that technology can't really replace. That's one big thing for me for the last ten years is the accessibility of. Um, the hobby side of things. So the number of YouTube um, tutorials that exist, like the pro painted podcast that is oriented around it, um, the products on the market that simply didn't exist and the accessibility to those products. So stuff that might've been super obscure, even only five years ago, like a weathering powder, you can go and get from like four or five different shops in Melbourne now. And, yeah, totally. And, and, and if not, you just Google weathering powder uh-huh. and have it delivered by that, on the next day. That's like, right. Like, crazy. and, um, there's different brushes that have really distinct functions now. Yeah. Whereas I reckon when I started playing Warhammer, I was like, brush are you using brush. your unit brush or are you using your detail brush? Hank brush. That was, yeah, that, yeah, and that was yeah. about it. And everyone, when I started anyway, they did um, the Duncan method, which is base, wash, highlight. If you're good, highlight again, highlight again, highlight again. But now there's actually a million different ways you can do it. And they actually look really good. They don't look like you're hobby cheating. Um, yeah. Well, and, and that's and really then, cool. And I wonder... I wonder where that goes. Like in, in 10 years, is everyone like a golden demon standard painter from 2001? Because yeah. when you look at the old 2001 golden demons, Hob- you could get one hobby, of those, Nick. Hobby inflation. Like you could easily get one of the Oz, like with your Chaos Lord, that would stand up to those yeah, those old golden demons, which is fascinating to think about. And it's, it's, why, it's interesting the way it goes through sort of different phases. I remember when dipping first became a thing. Obviously, this is a lower level hobby thing, but mm-hmm. like I remember when people started dipping models in like varnish or like the um, stuff is staining your floor and they put it on a drill and spin off the excess yeah wood stainers and stuff and like some of those armies looked awful but some of them actually looked really cool and we went through this phase where people would dip armies and there was a bit of controversy it was a bit of a dip gate but um but then but then but then when airbrushes became more mainstream because when i started no one airbrushed their armies it would be ridiculously expensive exactly so much more accessible exactly and they're so accessible now and i'm still fucking scared i don't know how to use one i've got to go around to your place and just 
compress yeah. a mask, all do, that stuff, do some, it's, do some it's, airbrush. It's, yeah, it's. I was really intimidated when I bought one, but it's like it's yeah. so much fun. It's but fun. and you see all these like lovely smooth airbrush blends, and that's sort of a theme. And then the non-metal metal sort of phase came in, and so it'll be interesting to see what kind of hobby phases we get. Yeah, it's it's kind of just like it's a reflection of the zeitgeist, like all those models that you're you're talking about, like the old old golden deeps and stuff, and stuff from when Warhammer started, super eighties inspired. Yeah, really cartoonishly. Cartoonish, and that's just like a a reflection of the world at the time, yeah, and like what was going on in popular culture. And now we have like a whole lot of like like Ink Twenty Eight and um, AOS Twenty Eight, and like super dark gritty some super realistic stuff and like people are moving off further away from like the we had a big like smooth airbrushed time when that was big and, and now people are moving into like um the painterly effect or like uh people being like fuck smooth or like i love brush strokes or whatever like making yep. it visible that it is a painting yep so yeah in 15 years everything's gonna be a dystopian hellhole just like the rest of the world yeah it's gonna be sick I'm going to love it. Danny's army's ready. <laughs> so ready. <laughs> Everything painted in shades of grey. <laughs> oh when the whole world's it's 60 degrees. It's a uh, concept <laughs> on <laughs> paint, paint, paint dries too quick. <laughs> <laughs> just spray it out of the airbrush and it just bounces off the model. <laughs> Sweet Ardeneth army that's literally underwater like the rest of the country. <laughs> <laughs> in 30 I years, every army's an Ardeneth army. Like, if the middle of Australia is the sea... Will that not just? Will the water not just go there? Because like, so well, that makes sense. The yeah. centre of Australia is a massive dead sea. Yeah, sure. so it's below sea level. Okay. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. Australia will fill up like a bowl. And so it will be a donut around that. No, well, we're on the edge of the bowl, so the water's got to come up over the lip of the bowl. No, or no. you know where the top of Australia. No, is? no. Okay, so we're like a bowl floating in in a bath. Yeah. And it's got to come in somewhere. Yeah. But if it comes in, it goes the whole coastline. It'll come in the top. I'm a bit worried about this. Because of gravity. Oh, well, no one lives there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry to all of our dedicated Darwin listeners. You guys are the best. Shout out to that that person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guys, I'm tired. Can I go to bed? Yeah. We're calling it? Wait, no, wait. Any other shout Wait, outs? I was going to do one little thing. I was going to do where do, do you top guys three events or things of the year like quick yeah. like fast hands I, like I, one two three I, bang bang bang. I've got a, like a top one thing that we can finish on. Okay, if you want, so just hit, hit us with a couple of things. No, we did like a top three moments of the year earlier. Oh, did you? Left, it was like the three of us. Oh well, I'll do mine. Border Wars was heaps of fun. Yep. SAGT was heaps of fun. Yeah. Um, and model citizens becoming a thing was heaps of I fun. Can't wait for SAGT next year. I missed out. Yeah. I was because I'm not on socials. I didn't even know tickets were for sale. No. And then I saw that it was completely sold out. I was like, oh, okay. Shit. Are you going home? Yeah. Yeah. No. I went. I got <laughs> a ticket. Went quick. Danny. Danny gave me the heads up. and was like, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm just gonna buy a ticket even though I can't go. <laughs> um. What I wanted to know, it's just a little nice thing. Yeah. Is this year. In the hobby, what are you most grateful for? Oh, that's lovely. That's oh, friends awesome. we made that's along the way. Nice. That's lovely. Nice. I'm, I'm most grateful for the establishment answer. of model citizens. It's good having an AOS club. You are you're wearing their shirt. You are yeah. repping yeah. their yeah, shirt. Yeah, you rep it. That's uh-huh. it. How do I get one of these Yeet hat hats? <laughs> Yeet hat hats. You have to just only one. The there is only one. That's the only one. Yeah, because <laughs> Nick made it on the shop and then I bought it instantly 
And then he Will. realized, Will, sorry, Will made it on the shop and I bought it instantly. And then because I actually bought it, they had a look at what it was and were like, oh, we think that image is copyrighted. So they shut it down and took it off the store. They copyrighted No, that's it. not true because Adam Burt wore a Yeet Yeet t-shirt to... Um, yeah, but there's no, only one, no, one, there's yeet, there's only yeet, hat. one yeet hat hat. Oh. There's a yeet hat on a hat. Yeah, this is a Yeet hat on a t-shirt that Adam wore to Masters. It was fucking awesome. Yeet hat t-shirt. Yeah, it's a Yeet hat t-shirt. That's cool. It's so meta. Remember when? Remember back in the day when Yolo hats were a thing? Oh, so good. Nick, what are you grateful for this year in your hobby life? I'm grateful for you guys and getting to see you guys every month. Cunt, you stole mine. (laughs) Fuck. And um, just the community that we've kind of got and the the friends that we've made along the way. <laughs> that was my one. <laughs> I'm rambling. I've just got to try and tick off some organs now. No, nah, but seriously, like I really enjoy, and I'm glad we got to do this last cast and kind of round off the year because it's it's been a really enjoyable year of podcasting. And like Danny, we didn't we basically didn't really know you at the start of the year. Um, no, no, I don't all. think I'd talk I to had, you. I had heard of The Dwellers Below yeah. as a podcast. And um, that was a bunch of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was your reputation. Well, if you look, are you, were you at the barbecue this year? Yes. Because yes. you weren't standing near us in the photo. I, say, I don't remember him in the, at the barbecue. Oh, no, I, um, I remember meeting you. True. I remember mm-hmm. meeting you at Weird. the pre, one of the pre Cancons, Morgan Cons. Yeah, I played. I played him. I let him beat yep. me because I was the TO, and, yeah, and then he was like I trying to rub it in. And I, no- like, I beat you, motherfucker. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I crushed Morgan mercilessly. I noticed him because someone pointed out his army. I'm like, oh, that army looks really nice, and that's all I remember f- about Danny from that day. And then, <laughs> yeah, after CanCon, we just kind of you weren't at the Super Show, so I don't know what happened there. No, I was at CanCon with my housemate. Was it just different? You and Hammer. Me and, me and Hammer. And then, yeah, you got drunk at Border Wars and hung out. It's good times. Good times this year. Really like. So, you guys dating? What's What was that? I that was that like. I thought we were that was very deep. Like <laughs> very wholesome. Yeah, it was wholesome. Nah, it's, but it's like. We, I appreciate We've it. met new people and we've formed friendships. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad Chris isn't here. He's, he adds a lot of value to our it was lives. Act- and that was he enriches us. That was, uh, I really enjoyed catching up with Chris at, at Blackout. That's. Yeah. Chris Tomlin, that's not Chris Cousins. I first started talking to you guys because I organized a game with Chris. Actually, so that's I how I met Chris. Will and Coots as well, because Chris organised games with them in the city, and then Will came and stayed with He's us at Border Wars. That binds us all together. That's right. Because I remember I played Chris, and and then you were there as well, and I was like, "Oh, hey guys!" Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Chris was like, "We have a podcast," and I was like, "You're the dwellers below. What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> fucking model says is great. Will's awesome, so he keeps messaging me about Legion and X Wing. It's fucking yeah. great. And like AOS, I get a message from him today. I'm like. He's like, oh, he's what like, do you think of Skaven War pl- fi- Fire Throwers? I'm like, I've n- do- never <laughs> even, like, I have no idea what they do. He's like, how many points they he's like the opposite of Danny's girlfriend, who's like, stay on target. <laughs> stay on target. Stay on target. She uh, is. Smorgs, what's your wholesome end of year uh, positive moment? He said, model citizens. Uh, like, yeah, I think the having our own club is really awesome. Being part of that, for me... Um, the other thing that was really great was going to Sydney and spending time with the New Zealand guys um, and Randy and just hanging out with those guys. That was really cool. Um, and then the, so like there's this local community in Ringwood and then there's this international community up in New South Wales. And then when I had a phone that was um, a post 2006 model being in the WhatsApp with the, um, the Rage of Sigma guys and the Honest Wargamer guys and having that real sense of an international community as well. Um, yeah, that's been sick. That, that, that to me is like significantly better than the game itself. 
the hype, so for the it, hype for Cancun. For me, it's for just everything. It's just everything around the game because that means then you're not um, beholden to Games Workshop delivering good books and rules mm, to enjoy. Yeah, it. and it, it, that's what's kind of happened with like the well, for me anyway with the power creep, whatever, whatever you want to so call like it. So who cares if you it don't care? Matter. If you don't care about the outcome of the it game. Doesn't matter because you've got friends to like, laugh about it. Yeah, with. it's sick. Because I saw that FAQ this week and it was, um, like unprofessional and poorly rolled out <laughs> and problematic. And it's like, I don't care. It doesn't matter, yeah. You couldn't kill, is it going to affect how many um, beers it takes me to spew at Mooseheads? No, it's still three. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to affect how much Uber eats I'm going to order at 3am? No, still Lots. two kebabs. <laughs> like. True. Yeah, yeah it going to be lit. It's going to be so lit. Danny, have I given you enough time to think of something? Well, I what? I thought I could just roll out the same ones as everyone else. Nah, bro. What do you got? Um. No. Look, just it's just been a great, wholesome part of my life this year that I haven't had before, and like just meeting new people and having a whole new section of your life that you just never knew existed is really great. Because, I mean, I've been back sort of painting stuff on and off for a few years. Back when I was a kid, I did it a bit. But now I have all you guys that I consider it's friends. legitimized. It's legitimized, That's yeah. beautiful, man. And uh, people overseas that, like, I'm sure would, like, let me stay on their couch if I needed to. And you've not even met them? And I haven't even <laughs> met them? Fuck, what if we don't like Joe Pagano? Oh, my God. What if no, awesome? don't. I've been so worried about this. Like, in the middle of the night, like, I wake up and I'm like, so what if actually we just hate each other? Because yeah. my concern is that if he's a punchy drunk... You don't want to get in a fight at Moose. What if he's actually like not just an internet asshole, but like a real asshole? What if he's grabby? What if he shakes your hand, he sort of grabs your balls as well? Like, you know, some guys are like that. He's, he's a grabby. 30-second handshake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just like rings your hand My dad knew like, Mark Latham, right? Really? Yeah, he was a fucking nutter. Oh, he was an absolute he nutter. My dad stood for a seat under Mark Latham at really? the time, yeah, back in 04, Aston. Did he like him back then? No, he thought it was a nut job. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. I was really worried. Like, internally, they're like, if we win, what are we going to fucking do? Australia really dodged a ball. Already. Yeah, massively. <laughs> like, I know who Yeah, because it's worked out so I well for us. I know we got Howard, but, like, at the end of the day. No, no, that was the lesser of two evils by a significant margin. <laughs> oh, yeah. In retrospect. Yeah, in retrospect. Yeah. We didn't know then. No. <laughs> we didn't know then what we know now. Danny, you can actually have my answer, because the best thing about this year has been the Slaves to Darkness book. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was going to say? I, was, I thought it was coming around. No, it's you. Like, you're up. You're definitely up. You're up. Hang on. Your wedding. Your wedding was a thing of beauty. My wedding. Your wedding. In Vietnam, communism was great. It was beautiful. The beaches of Hoi An. No, so. How did you consummate your wedding to communism? You know, you look a little bit like Bruce Willis. Not a lot, but just a. Yeah. Were grapefruits involved? Oh, I promised. I promised people on the chat. It's so thick. Man, that's for you, Joe Pagano. It's yeah. funny because that's just definitely not the first time that's happened on the dollars. In fact, that's <laughs> been happening for like six years. Cop copter. David will love that shit. Um, no, so at, at CanCon this year, right? I'd actually never, I don't think I'd ever met Randy before, right? Um, and Neither had I. What a baller. Randy is pop, come onto the scene. Like what are you guys? Me and Randy hung out in like Sydney last year. King, yeah. This yeah. guy. Oh, like Randy, Randy was in 8th Ed, man. We nah, just didn't see him. He, he, 
think he was a nobody in eighth grade. <laughs> 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 to be fair, he's a nobody now. No, that's not true. He's the man. He's not even a content creator. <laughs> Nothing but love for you, Randy. Has his own brand and logo. It is Randy. I think it's amazing. <laughs> the simplicity is beautiful. Just Randy. Yeah, no. it's like Dwellers Below, Rage of Sigma, uh, Honest Wargamer. Randy. Randy. <laughs> no, Randy's the best and he's so positive and he, like, he has the best time at events and everything, but he's so positive, right? And once or twice this year in the chat, he sent a couple of negative messages about like the hobby, like, you know, like everyone gets down a bit on the hobby at some point. Like I think something happened with the tomb things or whatever. And he's like, oh, um, and <laughs> no, honestly, oh, wow. no. that was on, like, I know you're, you're sounding very supportive. Nice you're going down a really dark everyone, road everyone to get there. Everyone gets negative sometimes, but everyone else is like, yeah, whatever. He bounces but back. For, for when it happens to Randy, who's such a positive guy all the time, it's like, oh shit, you know, like this, you know, it kind of brings it down as well. Because he's, you know, generally such a positive guy. <laughs> Fucking Randy, bringing us all down. Yeah. No, it's like what happened once or Not twice. in my scene. Um, but yeah, I'm keen to hang out with him again. Uh, and I think that's something that's been really wholesome about just sort of our group is we've all had our challenges in the last sort of 12, 18 months and we've all kind of talked our way through it and fucking we just get together, we have pizzas, we have beers, mm. we talk shit and our lovely patrons pay us, pay us to, to do, do it. it. <laughs> Are you going to read out their names? I am going to read out their names because we've got to thank them because they are supporting the show and they're uh, some of the a bit of the money that they're sending our way is going to be going towards the uh, propping up the narrative event and getting some scenery happening for that um, yeah, and yeah, covering yeah. The, the cost of the show. So uh, big thanks to Sam Morgan. Nice number one. That boy Randy. Your boy. Um, just Michael doesn't have a surname. Just Michael. That'd be just Michael. big Clark dog. I bet you. Michael, and if it's not Clarky, throw us some cash. I believe it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe it is the the big Clark dog, Doom and Darkness, uh, Dick Stewart or Dick Earthquake, as he likes to be known. <laughs> That's great. Oh, Tom, I love it. Uh, Tom, you're a ledge. Uh, Darcy Tars jumped on uh, this month with a massive contribution. So huge props to him. T-shirt on your on the way to you. Um, if Lockie ever sends it. And yeah, if Lockie ever sends it. No, we drop ship those. So, uh, uh, I think... I, I was, uh, you owe Pete an apology. Do it publicly. Definitely owe Pete um, 10 pink dice that you ordered about seven months ago. <laughs> Come on, man. Get it together. It's coming. Oh, uh, sort it out. Daniel Jolson, Clint Mallet, uh, Charles Back. Uh, thank you guys for supporting us. Um, oh, I mean, we really appreciate the support. And everyone on social media, everyone on Facey, on, on the Twitters, um, except for people in Queensland, um, you're the best. And guys, I thought of I thought of what I'm grateful for. Oh. It being inside me the whole time. Yeah. Yikes. That's um so drunk right now. <laughs> We've been the Milo Dwellers. Milo. We're gonna do so many drunk calls to Jacob when like at CanCon, right? Oh my god. It's not gonna be my face. He'll probably be in the hospital with his <laughs> child, but we'll be like, Jacob! He's going to be sitting there. Margot's going to be giving birth to the baby. And he's oh, my God. Shitty fucking Snapchats from us. If we can... Can he live FaceTime us the birth from Mooseheads? <laughs> I think that'd be beautiful. Can we reenact the birth at Mooseheads? Jacob, you can tell Margot that I will bring her kilograms of Tim Tams. No, that's weird. This is why Danny shaved his head. He's going to come out of some kind of like no, vagina no, I'm object. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> reenacting the bed. He's going to come out of reenactment. Sure, it was inside of him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> We've been the dwellers below. 
Don't fail. (laughs) (laughs) Strength test.